You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What is up, y'all? Welcome to the best bits of the week. I'm Morgan, and I've got a special guest with me this week. As always, I always bring somebody on the show so we can talk about life and, you know, all kinds of other things. And this week, it's Lunchbox. What's up? Man, it is so good to be here on a Saturday morning recording this for everybody. I mean, people don't realize that you give up your weekend just for them. I all hope, right. I hope they appreciate all the effort that you put into this because to give them this extra podcast to get them through the weekend when they're like craving it, you know, it's like a sugar addiction or a... Something other addiction that I don't want to say, but you got to have it in your veins. You're like, oh, I need it. What am I doing? You're going through withdrawals. But there you are to bring up their weekend. And I mean, I hope they appreciate that. So basically what you're saying is I'm like chocolate. You're like chocolate. Yeah. yeah. You put everybody in a good mood. I like because that. I don't know anybody that has chocolate and is like, now I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> you're right. Because if you have chocolate, you are 100% in a good mood. Yeah, and we're going to make sure they're in a good mood today too, right? I mean, uh, that's the plan. That is the absolute plan. I mean, <laughs> we're going to put a smile on their face. They may laugh. They may not. But, hey, they may even cry because we're so great. I know. Well, we got a lot to talk about. We so. have emotional stuff? No. Okay, you know what? Good. I'm not going to make you cry today. There's no plans of that. Well, you didn't make me cry. You made Scuba cry. You've never made me cry. That's not true. Because I asked about something I shouldn't have asked about. What? It was your dog when things were happening and going through some stuff with him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't an intentional one. And it it. was a fair reason you cried. All right. It just wasn't intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I know. But no crying today. Yeah, you're like the the Oprah of podcasts. Didn't everybody go on (laughs) Oprah's show and cry? I don't know. I never watched Oprah Lunchbox. I know who Oprah is, but... Hold on, hold on. You never watched Oprah? I don't think she was ever on when I would have been watching TV. Got it. Got it. I just... (laughs) Guys, sit that way. As you're sipping your coffee, just let that one sink in that she has never seen Oprah on TV. I mean, I know who Oprah is, though. I love that. That is unbelievable. Yeah, maybe reruns, but like never what like, actually happened. Here's how crazy it is that you don't know who Oprah is. I know. Not, 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 not is, but her talk show. You don't yeah. know her talk show. When I was a kid, I wanted to meet Tina Turner so bad. 
so bad. And they were like best friends. And she would always go on Oprah. And I told my mom that I was going to make up a story and write into Oprah that I was dying. Oh, no, you wouldn't. And you my, would. I shouldn't say no, you wouldn't. You would. And my last wish was to meet Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. My mom looks at me dead in the eye. And she goes, you don't think they're going to research if you're dying or not? And I, and honestly, I had never thought that they would actually research it. I thought they would just be like, come on to Chicago and come to Harpo Studios and meet Tina Turner on the show. Never for a minute did I think, oh, they'll actually investigate my claims and find out if I really am dying or not. So needless to say, I did not go through with my plan. Needless to say, here we are, however many years later, and I still have ne- never met <laughs> Tina Turner. I mean, we are starting out. To, we haven't even gotten started, and you're already confessing some things. Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's pretty, bad. pretty bad. Have you ever like thought about making up a story like that to meet someone? Can't say I have. <laughs> because we get emails all the time, like, "Oh, my son's last wish is to meet, you know, Garth Brooks or George Strait or Carrie Underwood," and it's like. Man, I know I lied as a kid. Are these people lying? I it, it, it's a <laughs> you weird. You can't trust it because you weren't you weren't trustworthy as a kid, is what you're saying. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Everyone I read, I'm like, hmm. Are they pulling a me? Or are they being for real? You never know. You never know these days. Never know. <laughs> All right, well, well, there you guys have it. I mean, I could just end the podcast there. We already got a lunchbox confession, but no, we got a lot to talk about. So let's get going. We had a challenge on the show this week. Uh, Amy, Lunchbox, and Eddie all had to chug sparkling water and not burp. That was the the ultimate challenge that went down on the show this week. But listen, we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> there's some some gross things I'm sure you could say. And we, we don't need to get into that. We can let the people relive that for themselves. But lunch. I need some like lo- love, not love, life updates from you. Like what's going on? How are the kids? How's the dog? How's everything going? Oh, life is it, life is grand. I mean, the kids are just, they're great. They're, I mean, my one, almost two-year-old is in a really cute stage right now. Like, he is just, like, everything he does to me is cute. Like, it's funny. He's got a great personality. Like, the only problem is, is he only wants Dada. Mm. And so that gets a little rough because every time he poo-poos, and my wife's like, oh, let's go change your poo-poo. No, my dad. Oh, you no, have my to dad change all the diapers. No, my dad. And I like the other day I was in the bathroom, going to the bathroom, um, sitting on the toilet, and the two older boys are in there playing, and I see him go and get real red in the face. And I'm like, Did you poo-poo? And he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, go tell your mama. And he just stands there and looks at me and goes, I don't want to. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, why don't you go tell your mama you got poo-poo? And he picks up his finger and goes, I don't want to. And just to me, it was just like, okay, they're in the cutest stage. It's the cutest stage in the world. Like, it's so funny. His So even that he wants you to be the only one that changes his dirty diapers, you still think he's adorable? Yes, I think that my wife taught him that <laughs> because I'm at work in the morning and she's at home with them. Mm. So I think she teaches that in the morning. Remember, when Dada gets home, you tell Dada he has to change her diaper. I have no evidence. I don't have cameras in the house so I can spy. I don't have one of those like nanny cams inside yeah. a teddy bear. But I did ask him the other night as we were going downstairs. I said, hey, did mama teach you that? Yeah. Did you ask your wife? 
She says no. And I mean, of course, my one-year-old is going to say, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he, he says yeah no. to pretty much everything. <laughs> so, yes, the only problem is he is learning how to throw a fit. Mm-hmm. like my Tantrums? Th- yeah, like a three-year-old. My three-year-old will just sit down on the ground and not move. And so now he's doing that. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, what are we doing? Come on. And. But it's been fun because I've been taking them to the grocery stores. They get to ride in the cart and they love it. The only problem is when you take two kids to the grocery store in the cart, you have no room for the groceries. And it, I realized that I took them the other day and I'm like, well, I put like the four things on the bottom of the cart and then I start stacking stuff in the cart. <laughs> and they're like, ah, they're screaming because you're stacking stuff on top of them. And so it really makes shopping very hard. But. It's Wait, fun. so you don't take the third one though? You just take two of them? No, I don't take the okay. baby. Like he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. They enjoy it. They think it's an adventure, and they think it's so cool to be in the grocery store. Now, where are you guys going grocery shopping? Because listen, I went into a Costco for the first time this weekend. You've first never been time. to a Costco? No. So I grew up with Sam's Club, which okay, is similar, see, right? Yeah, Sam's Club is legit. Like, here's the deal: I used to work at Sam's Club. Yes, sixty-four sixteen and sixty-four fifty-three. Shout out. Uh, 6416 was San Antonio, 50, 6453 was in Austin. I'm assuming that's a store number. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and Sam's was great. Loved Sam's. Yeah. That's what we, that's what like, in, I, I wonder if it's a Midwest thing. That's what we had growing up with Sam's Club. There was a Costco, like maybe a few years ago that got built in Wichita, but it was mostly Sam's Club. Yes. Costco was, I believe a Northwest thing. Like, uh, yeah. Seattle, Portland, that area, but I, I don't quote me on that, but quote me on it. <laughs> and it came down to Texas later, and I ended up working there after when I started working on the radio because I was making minimum wage, and so I needed another job to supplement income. So, I mean, I would literally go do the radio show in the morning and then go to Costco right afterwards. Wait, so you betrayed Sam's Club? That's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. And I'm going to be honest with you. Costco was better. Oh, we're, get, we're getting the real load on here. Okay. You want to know why it was better? Yeah, tell me. Because Sam's Club, it was so busy. So busy. And if it was busy, they would, oh, you know what I mean? You're supposed to have a break or a lunch and it'd be two hours later and you'd finally get your break or your lunch. Costco, it didn't matter how busy it was. If that was the time you were supposed to go on break or lunch, guess what? You went on break or lunch. They didn't mess around. They were so organized. It was just a little bit different. But the only weird part was is I'd get off the radio and go, and so I'd be at Costco working, and someone would be like, hey, are you Lunchbox from the Bobby Bones show? I'm like, yeah, and uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is on aisle three. <laughs> it, was, it was so, that, that was How a little weird. How long did you do that for? A couple months. So not very long? No. Okay. And why didn't you do it longer? Uh, because I was just seasonal help at Costco, and they decided not to keep me on after that. So you're saying you got fired from Costco? No, no, no. I knew go. I knew going in that I was only seasonal help, but there was a chance that they would be able to hire me on afterwards, and they didn't hire me on afterwards. And so, so wait, did you end up picking up another job? No, I you just, just dealt with the minimum. I wage? just figured it out. Okay. Yes, because I had just. It's all. It's a very long story, but I was living with my parents, but I was paying rent in San Antonio because I had just signed a, a year lease before I got the job. I just, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. But then you figured it all out, but you had some, some few months there you were working at Costco. Now, did you, between Sam's Club and Costco, typically when you work somewhere like 
When I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, we got 50% off food every time yeah. I wanted to order. Did you get any, like, you know, uh, special discounts or anything like that being uh, yeah. a worker at one of those? Which one was better? Oh, you got a free membership card. For both of them? Yeah. Dang. That's I mean, thir- that's, that's, a- like, that's like $35. I mean, yeah, but like... That's it. You don't get like a discount on food. You literally just got a membership card. So you could go shop there. There was no 50% off. There was no nothing. So when I sell it, like, oh yeah, we got a membership card. Well, to be fair, that's like gold now, right? Like they are more expensive now. So that's kind of like gold. Yeah, I think we might need to get to that level where we go shop at Costco or Sam's. We haven't done that yet. You guys aren't there yet for like as your family. Correct. Probably because the kids aren't eating crazy yet uh my one-year-old he eats like a he is a but like baby food or like small foods it's not no, like no, no. my one-year-old and three-year-old eat everything no yeah but the one-year-old is he eating like both it's like uh, no, no. baby food and other no, no, there's no, baby eating... food. no no there's no baby food what he doesn't eat not baby even food. like a little bit he eats uh what what do you want to what, what he eats chicken he eats fish he eats um Vegetables. When, he do, eats fruit. when do they stop eating baby food? Oh, and I don't know. Like my four-month-old had his four-month checkup a couple days ago, and the doctor's like, "Hey, you can start feeding him baby food." And we're like, "Already? Why? I don't want him to grow up." Ah! <laughs> so it's a little weird when they transition into yeah. the baby food. But yeah, like I mean, my kids eat what? Like we have uh, Hello Fresh. We cook a Hello Fresh, and that's their dinner. Like they don't get a second. They don't get a different option. And that's the key. See, some people are like, oh, my kid won't eat anything. You want to know what my kids eat? Whatever we cook. We don't, if they say I don't like it, okay, that's what's on the menu tonight. If you don't want to eat, don't eat. And how does that go? Do they end up eating it or have they ever like not eaten it? Every once in a while they've not eaten, but 99% of the times they eat. Have they ever said yet so far, like there's something that they really don't like and they're very stuck on that? No, like it changes from day to day. Like the other day, my three-year-old was like, Oh, I want tomatoes. I want tomatoes. And he ate like 12 pounds of tomatoes. Okay. And then two days later, tomatoes hurt my tummy. Mm-hmm. I don't like tomatoes. And well, he doesn't eat his tomatoes. And if, if, two, they could be telling you exactly how they feel. They're just not really sure. They're like, I think that's what did it. They have no idea. I know, and but that, you know what I mean? Yes. Like they could think they're they're telling you how they feel. It's wild. It is yeah. so weird. Roller coaster. One day you like this. One day you don't. And... It's it's amazing, yes. But I want to hear about your shopping experience at Costco. <laughs> like we got all that, but I didn't get to hear about what were you when you walked in. Were, but you've been to Sam's, so it's just the same thing. Yeah, but and I will say I haven't been to Sam's in a long time. I like that's what we whenever we went grocery shopping with Dad, we'd go to like Walmart and then we go to Sam's Club. Those were interesting like that your dad did the grocery shopping. Yeah. Oh yeah, he loves he loves it. I, and I should say he loves it. He's probably listening. He's like, it was terrible. But we always went with him. It was like every Sunday. It was like became a thing that we just went grocery shopping with dad. Hold on. You went every Sunday? Were you one of those people that lined up before the doors opened? No, no. I, I, I That was just like the time that my dad could do it because he was working during the week. So we would go on Sundays. I never understood that when I worked at Sam's Club. I would show up for work. And I think we were open 11 to 7 on Sundays. And I'd show up at 1030 and there'd be people already lined up at the door. Guys, you don't get a discount for getting to Sam's that early. I mean, I'm not talking like one or two people. I'm talking 20 people waiting for the doors to open. Maybe like things ran out a lot. Did that happen? No. Okay. Yeah, then no, I don't get it. I I, I understand if you're running errands and you just happen to be there early, but 20 people running errands early seems a little crazy yeah, to me. Yeah, no. That's saying like, hey, we're getting there when the doors open. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it was just, I was like, guys, like, 
it's not you're not getting a discount on milk because you're the first customer in. It was just yeah. it always blew my mind. So I will you, not be that person. <laughs> I will never be that person. Like everyone's well, if you're you know just running early somewhere, I get it. But every weekend there was at least twenty people on Sundays yeah. there early, and I was just what 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 is wrong with you? <laughs> Like, that, that will not be me. And I will tell you, people were like, I, you know, I posted my little membership card and people were like, oh, show a Costco haul. Listen, I got they so said what show people are fascinated with Costco hauls because you get like different things there. Right. That's a the what? idea. A Costco haul. What like, is that? What you get. Show off what you get. Oh, Costco haul. I thought you were talking about like a hallway. And I was like, what's so cool about the hallway no, at Costco? H-A-U-L. Got it. Your, <laughs> your, your loot. Your, yeah. I got it. Okay. What your, you bought, right? Got it. No, I walked in this place. I was so overwhelmed. I was looking around. I was like, I don't even know where to start. I was glad I did not walk in there hungry because that would have been even oh, worse. Oh, that's the worst. Going to a grocery store when hungry is probably the worst thing you can do for your bank account. It's a bad idea. Yes. So I really didn't. I've decided and I've been very smart and strategic about this because I'm trying to save money. That's the whole purpose of me getting the Costco. Yeah. And so I just got a bunch of like cleaning supplies. It was like paper towels and some laundry detergent. I got protein shakes. And that was really about it. It wasn't like all that exciting because I was being very strategic and I was even looking at prices so I could compare them when I go back to Kroger so I can figure out which one's better. Here's the problem is it Costco, they're so much bigger. Yeah. Everything is so much bigger. So comparing the prices, how do you compare? Because I do this when I go to the grocery store, like I go to Kroger or whatever, I will look at the little price tag and it says uh, 6.3 cents. 6.3 cents per item, whatever. Yeah. So then I'll go to the next toilet paper, 5.2 cents per. Oh, that's the toilet paper then because it's a cent cheaper per item or per whatever. And See, I, I'm just looking at overall prices though. No, you so, need to, you need to look at, you, you gotta. No, like, listen. So like, so if I go, so I need meat for Remy, right? And I don't eat meat. So, but I buy it in bulk so I can freeze it and then I have it and I can cook it. Right. At Kroger. It's like $6 a pound when it's on sale with a Kroger card. That's like the best deal I'm going to get at Kroger. Got it. Right? Oh, Costco is cheaper. Costco for three pounds is $15. That's cheaper. So Costco is cheaper. Absolutely. See, see the, I, that's the kind of I get that. The, the price comparisons I was doing okay. for like long term. Got you. I meant like your paper towels. Like, I mean, I literally. Oh, yeah. Get, no, I wasn't going that deep. I was like, oh, this is in bulk. It probably makes more sense. I literally go on the, the, the paper towel aisle and I will look at the price and it's like $11.99 for a big pack of paper towels. And I'm like, okay. And I look underneath the $11.99. That's where it has like 6.3 cents per whatever. So then I go to the next big thing of paper towels and it says it's ten ninety nine. I'm like, that's cheaper. But then it's like, that's 8.5 cents per. Oh, that means. Wait. Okay. So let me ask you something. Do you not have like brands that you love? Like I can only, I've learned I can only buy bounty paper towels because the other ones just don't do it for me. I mean, let's be real. Bounty paper towels are probably the best. Yes. And if I get other ones, I'm then I'm mad at myself that I bought other ones because they suck at cleaning up. <laughs> but I don't. I guess I, I mean, maybe I don't really use paper towels to clean is my problem. I use the dish towels. Oh, okay. So you're doing more laundry is what's happening over there. Oh, I do laundry. I mean, with kids, yeah. you do laundry all the time. And so I don't know. I, I feel like paper towels is wasting, wasting. It's like throwing it away. It's like, oh, there goes another tree. There well, goes another tree. To be fair, I did used to use napkins and paper towels. I've now gotten down to just using paper towels. So that was a step for me. Got it. That, so we're, we're working in that direction. I do use microfiber towels to clean too. 
I don't know what that means. Those are like, those are towels like you're thinking of, okay. but they're softer. Got so, it. So they're actually like meant for cleaning things. Oh. Then like a dish towel is technically meant to like clean dishes or wipe your hands. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, I use so the, would, well, I mean, I use. That's the, what you're using. I, <laughs> I, no, I use the, I use the dish sponge and then I dry it up with the, the, uh, Dish towel. I what mean, about Clorox wipes? Do you use like? Oh yeah, my wife uses okay. those. Yeah. she likes those. Those are uh, those are there too. She uses those or the Target ones. I mean, whatever different wherever yeah. she's at, she buys them. And so, yeah, so so, but we're doing like I'm saying we do price comparison on like the brands. So say I go to Kroger and there's like six for ten dollars, but then I go to Costco and for like fourteen dollars I can get twenty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the that's the price comparison I'm doing. You're doing like. Down to the penny. I do it down to the penny. Yeah. I am such a cheap individual that I do it down to the penny. I think I and I, I think there there's cheap, right? But then there's also frugal. I well, think, I think okay, frugal, I guess, is my, my Yeah, I think I when you're say. like smart with your money and you're trying to make sure you're making the right decisions, I would feel like that's more frugal. But I do know you don't like to spend money, so then Hate that's it. where your cheap side Hate comes in. It. Hate to spend money. Like I watched an episode of Oprah. One time, oh boy. speaking of Oprah, <laughs> that it was like my, or I think it was, I'm 99 percent sure it was Oprah. It was like my husband is so cheap or whatever, and there were people on there that they would take their paper towels, they would use them, and then they hang them up and dry them and reuse them. And I was like, dang, that's legit. Yeah, I, that's I never, a next level. That's next level. That's pretty crazy, right? You would do that? No, I've never done that. But you would do that? Or you'd consider it? I don't know, because when you dry a paper towel, if you've ever done it, it gets real hard. Yeah, it's like it's like glass almost. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. you could just break. Yes. Yeah. So So yeah. I would say I'd say you teeter the line of frugal and cheap. Yeah. So wait a minute. You cook your dog meat, but yeah. you don't eat meat. Mm-mm. That's the I mean She can't eat dog food. Something I, she has a really sensitive stomach. From my vet, so we've put her on. Uh, no, no, her, I, I get that. Her diet's like turkey. Because my mom and dad, well, my my buddy Justin, who lived down the street when we were younger, lived five houses down. His mom would cook, would give them peanut butter and jelly for dinner, and cook the freaking dogs chicken and chicken <laughs> and rice, and and I'm like, your dogs eat better than you do. Like whenever you would dog sit, it had all the cooked food in baggies, you heat it up, put yeah. it. In a, and now my mom and dad do the same thing. And I'm like, guys, when did we turn into this? It's crazy Well, what if, people cook for their dogs. Listen. I'm, not, I'm just saying, I love my dog. Like, Waldo, shout out if you're listening. I love you. But I'm not cooking you chicken and uh, rice pilaf and souffle. I don't even know what souffle is. Is that something? Yeah, that's something. Okay. I'm not doing all that. Yeah, I mean, I think we've learned a lot about. Do- I think dogs are their diets are so similar to ours. I think yeah. that's what's happened is just over time we've learned. Yeah, more and then about they go it. outside and they eat a stick. So what difference does it make? I, I mean, mean, do you let listen, your dog eat a stick? Uh, she really she'll chew on him, but she doesn't eat him. Oh, I'm telling dog. you, she's figured out she has a really sensitive stomach, so she'll try and eat a lot of human food though. Like she's figured out I can eat that, but I can't eat a lot of things that are outside. She just has allergies and stuff, I guess. But yeah, she eats turkey, sweet potatoes, carrots, and green beans all like mashed up together. Yeah. My dog, he like, like if the kids don't eat their carrots, mm-hmm. I'll throw them in the bowl and he'll eat them. Yeah. You know, what's also really good for dogs is eggs. Yeah, I do like that too. If, if we eat a oh, raw eggs, no, we cook them. Yeah, you scrambled. can do raw eggs and you can do scrambled. You can give a dog raw eggs. Mm-hmm. Definitely depends on the dog. Don't everybody just start giving their dog raw eggs? I'm, but yes, I, like I, my sister puts uh, a raw egg in her Doberman's food. Mm-hmm. Never. I I cook the f- 
cook the eggs or whatever. And if the kids don't eat the whatever is on their plate, because I'm not touching them after all their germs. Ah, not, don't eat after your kids. That's how you get sick. <laughs> and I will scrape them into the dog bowl or the, the crunchy part that gets stuck on the pan. Mm. I scrape those and scrape that into yeah. his. See, he's, he's getting some other stuff. Yeah. I think I think it's cool because, um, like, dogs, if you think about it, have to eat the same thing for their meal twice or three times a day for their whole lives. I eat right? the same thing. So, like, over giving them a little bit of different things is good. It's a good point. Because, like, you wouldn't want to eat the same thing for fourteen years, fifteen years, twenty years. No, I wouldn't. And you know? you're right. You you you. Talked like you were on Sore Losers one time and you talked about your dog going everywhere with you and you explained it as my dog's life is these walls. So I try to take them outside of that. I mean, I had never thought of it that way. And then now I never thought about they eat the same thing over and over and over and over again. And that's why I give them a lot of treats. Yeah. See, you're doing it. You just, it's just in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, I, you just different perspective. What about right? their teeth? Do you brush their teeth? I do brush Remy's teeth. Okay. But Remy also has really bad plaque. Most dogs don't have to deal uh, with that. Waldo, yo, you need to get your breath checked. It stinks. Oh yeah, he probably has to get his teeth cleaned. Oh, he should. See? I mean, he has. I mean, his breath smells so bad. Sometimes I think a kid has a poopy diaper. <laughs> See that? Yes, that definitely means he needs his teeth cleaned. I also just don't want to have to go through a teeth cleaning like every year. So I just brush. Yeah, teeth I've never night. done it, and so he's been You've a lot. Never, never done never, it. No. I should. Oh my gosh, Lunch, you definitely need to. I know. That's a thing. He's so, oh, it's so bad. But mm-hmm. he's older now and I don't want to put him under to get our teeth cleaning. See, I don't, see, that's the hard part about teeth cleaning is I don't want to put him under. Yeah. Yeah. You need to do that though. Yeah, or maybe give him little dental sticks. No, I do give him dental. I mean, it still doesn't work. Come on. Those dental sticks don't do Well, crap. I mean, he's gone his whole life without getting his teeth cleaned, so that's probably what's happening. Uh, touche, touche. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Oh, man. Okay, well, quickly before we move on to the other ones, I've been sharing some food worlds in here, so get ready for this. I'm going to share a quick three of them. We're moving on because we got more to talk about. Um, potato milk is officially here. It's in the United Kingdom and Sweden, and if it's already in those two, it's probably going to be here in the U.S. soon, and it's literally, it's called Doug. Like D U G, and it comes from potatoes. Hmm. Would you try potato milk? I'll try it. Why I mean, not? It's all dairy free. They got original potato, barista potato, and unsweetened potato. I, I don't mean, know what barista potato. I don't. I know think it's like thing. a coffee milk. Yeah, I'm maybe. out on that. I don't, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I. But it, I would taste it. I mean, yeah, I've I love tasted, potatoes. I've tasted that almond milk. It's fine. Yeah. It's different. It's not the same as regular milk, but I don't mind it. So you give you'd give potato. Have you milk done a oat try. milk? I no, I haven't. My boyfriend drinks that. I drink almond milk though. Okay, I've Those never had oat milk. He loves it. Seems I've seen great. commercials for it, and I'm like, ah, oh, is that good? Yeah, I don't know. I I think I stick with almond milk because I just know I like it. Yeah, I don't need to keep changing it up on my body. <laughs> <laughs> um, Panera's celebrating Valentine's Day, but by they're giving people a chance to win a diamond ring in a bread box. How's that work? So, like, all you have to do is go and, oh, also with it, you can get, like, unlimited coffee for a year, but neither one of us drink coffee, (laughs) which is funny. That's a terrible gift. You just have to enter on Twitter or Instagram by using, like, these hashtags and posting a photo of yourself at Panera. So you can win a diamond ring for yourself. Listen, you don't even have to win it to propose to somebody. You can win it for yourself. Yeah, just like the Red Cross giving two tickets away to the Super Bowl if you go give blood. Guess what? They didn't pick me. Oh, you you didn't get picked? No. Would you would you die if you got picked for a Super Bowl 
to get. It, it would be incredible. Like I would just want to. I just want to win something. I don't win anything, and so like I saw that the, the, they were giving away two Super Bowl tickets to someone that comes and gives blood. So I was like, well, I want to go to the Super Bowl, and I mean, I went, and guess what? I'm not going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, but well, that's guess what they the got? Whole country, right? They got my blood. Yeah, that's how they get you. I, but they got like the whole country, right? Like that was the whole country submitted in that. Probably. <laughs> so that's like the odds are even less than your lottery ticket situation. Uh, yeah, but. That's all right. I, you know what? I'm sending some winning vibes. You think it was the whole country? I'm sure. Right across is the whole country. Oh, in the whole country. I thought maybe it was each branch. I, you think each branch of Red Cross has the ability to give away Super Bowl tickets? I don't know how big the Red Red Cross they're is. Massive. They got a lot of branches. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're all over. Natural well, the disasters. Super Bowl stadium's really big. Thought oh. maybe they had their own section. All right. <laughs> and then one more. If you don't want to go super big for Valentine's Day, um, here's some places that are offering some heart shaped pizza: California Pizza Kitchen, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Marco's, Donato's, and Papa Murphy's. Are you doing anything for Valentine's Day? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, so that's a no. <laughs> what about you? Um, we are making fondue at the house. Oh, like cheese fondue or chocolate yeah. fondue? Cheese and chocolate. Oh, so, wait, you have two separate bowls? No, we're just going to do cheese. We'll wash it and then we'll do chocolate. Oh, see, that's annoying. That, no, I mean, no, it no. slips right out of there. All you do is just dump it out. Are you put it in a thing. Save it for later, but I have a feeling there won't be any for later. My boyfriend I mean, eats a lot. That seems like a rough, I mean, the cleaning part to get to the chocolate seems rough. If I had cheese in a chocolate bowl, like I could do the cheese and just go in and then melt well, the chocolate. Good. This is our first time doing it. So if we end up liking it, it becomes a thing. We'll probably buy another one. No, no. But for now. You won't. You won't. I know, but for now. No, no, no. You won't do it more often. Why? Because. I, I cook at home all the time. No, no. I, I understand that. We cook at home all the time, but guess what? You know how many times we've done fondue? Well, yeah, you also have three kids. I get If I have girlfriends over, I put fondue out. It's so easy. The recipes are like five ingredients. You really do put it out? Yeah. I make you food ju- all the time for my friends. You just said this is the first time you've done fondue. I said like I, I would put it out all the time because I make food all the time for my friends. That's impressive because my wife, she when we got married, I think she registered for a fondue thing. Yeah, and you don't you We've used it. it. Uno times. And that means one, people. Mm-hmm. One time. Because it's like one of those things, oh, I'm going to do it all the time. And then you never do it. But you just gave me an idea. I'm going to go home and say, hey, you know what? For Valentine's Day, I thought we'd do some fondue. <laughs> like I came over you know it on my own. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You take my idea. I hope it makes a fun, romantic night for y'all. I don't even know how to like make fondue. I'll even send you the recipes we're going to yeah, use. That means I got to go buy some stuff. Yeah, but it's like five ingredients on each. Boom. It's not a lot. Yeah, I'll fondue. Yeah. Then you just have to buy the kids will like it. See? But the only time is they'll stab themselves in them forks. Yeah, just don't give them those. Maybe give them, like, kid forks or something. Yeah, we can do that. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll get into the the sparkling water chugging contest right now, and we will be back to talk about some more things. Number seven. The sparkling water challenge. You all have a cup of sparkling water. And on TikTok, it's, can you do it without burping? person that lasts the longest gets 20 bucks. Okay. Oh, yeah. Morgan, so you be watching Eddie. Mike, you watch Lunchbox. And don't try to slip a little burp out like this. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, and Amy, you're just honest, so I trust you. All what? right, here we go. She needs a judge. Well, she's already drinking He's it. He's right here. Yeah, I, judge, do you I, not see her already drinking it? Right, yeah, 15 seconds me. to chug your oh, whole yeah, cup. Yeah. Oh, gee. What? Yeah, it's a chug. Go. That's it. Go. <laughs> go. Here we go. 
Oh, Amy's just throwing up. Amy's throwing up. <laughs> All right. Lunchbox is done. No Eddie's problem. Done. Oh, crap. It's coming up. <laughs> oh, it's coming up. <laughs> Swallow it down. <laughs> My... My eyes are watering, bro. <laughs> the goal is not to burp. Amy thinks it's hilarious. Who did? Amy did. <laughs> oh, Amy burped. My eyes are watering. Amy's out. Hey, hey, oh, dude. Hey, my eyes are watering, dude. Hey, why do your eyes much. water? What's in this? Oh. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> we put vodka in There's it. a little, little something called arsenic. Oh. This, is, this is how everybody gets poisoned and dies on the air, Jim Jones style. Hey, man. I what? think I think I'm past it. You are. I think. I, I think I'm past if it. If you both go past it, do we have another what? can? Oh no 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 no! Let's I go. can't do anymore. Let's go. Now no, it's a is challenge. This, is this when we tell them? Let's go. Only oh. psychopaths don't burp. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? I think Amy's drunk from the sparkling <laughs> <is>. water. <laughs> you guys, are, no burp from you. Nah, I think no I'm burp, good. Man. Yeah. I'm still water. Are your eyes water? Yeah, there's still water. I don't know what's wrong with me. What's wrong with it? Like, oh, we're doing more. Do Here we go. Let's do another shotter. Three, four, four, two, no, no. <laughs> one, go. Okay. Chug, chug, chug. Wow, how did you do that? No more in Lunch's cup. No more in Eddie's cup. <laughs> oh, crap, it's right there. <laughs> oh, don't do it. <laughs> oh, man, it's right on my neck. Yeah. Don't Quiet. do it. Don't fight it. Let it out. Let oh, it out. Crap. Oh, crap, it's coming. <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> All right. Eddie's staring at the it's mic. It's down. It passed? It's down. Yeah, let it out, buddy. Let's go. Okay, lunchbox. What? Are, what? Are, you, do you not feel anything? I, my eyes keep watering, but I don't. Like uh, even just a tiny sip like that, I feel it. So feel you like guys I want, don't need to burp at all. No, I feel uh, like I want to throw up because this stuff is terrible it's tasting. Still, it's still there. It's bubbling, but like, it's, I'm not throwing up. I mean, hey. burping. Like I take one sip. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it, it tastes like <laughs> <Is that> you. <laughs> wow, Amy. Yes, that's just from one sip. Right. Well, I just award both of you guys the prize then. Yeah. Okay. All right, you both got wow. it. Are we done? That's impressive. Are we done? What's up? Are we done with the competition? <laughs> hmm? Nah, I'm not going to do it. Yes, yeah, the 80s, Eddie. I'm like, shut up, dude. I'm trying to hold it in now. Do you have one on your on the tip of your Nah, throat? I think it's down I in my stomach. I got it in my diaphragm now. <laughs> I can feel it. Whew. Is this a diaphragm? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, nah, man, I'm good. You guys good? I'm good. I'm good. Go to commercial. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You can burp. Go ahead. I don't need to. I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't trust you. They don't need to. All right, Simon says you can work. Uh, 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 no, but we're not playing Simon Says. Oh. All right, here, there's your uh, money. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Yeah, here you go. Come get your money. Lunch, get the money. Get it. <laughs> He's got it, so now you can burp. No, I don't need to burp. You don't at all? I feel it in my stomach. It all went down there, but I don't need to burp. Okay, Ooh, I thought I was going to burp right when I got that money. <laughs> <laughs> I was hurting a lot worse than I was trying to That's let on. That's hard. Like, it doesn't feel good, Bones. I'm Let's very... Hold on. Wow, it doesn't burn yet? Wow. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. It's hard. There it is. All right, all right. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. 
my friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. In my best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dustin Lynch dropped a new album this week, so of course he came on the show to talk about it, and he's also becoming a pilot, which Bobby was not fond of that whole idea and what's all been going down with his pilot lessons. So yeah, that whole thing happened. Dustin Lynch is super fun to come on and talk about things. He also opened up about his relationship and what song on the album was a real story based on you know his last relationship and their breakup. So Definitely an interesting interview. You can listen to it right here or go watch it at bobbybones.com. Number six. The Friday Morning Conversation. With Dustin Lynch. He's like a new man. He's always been successful, but now he's wildly successful. There he is, Dustin Lynch. Come on over here. Okay. You get to sit in the big chair. I've never had these cool headphone deals. Dustin, can I look you in the eyes now that you're a massive, massive superstar with a (laughs) record-setting song? Man, super cool. Thank you guys, by the way, for our chat the other day. Uh, he came on as our mystery guest, which, by the way, to come on uh, as a mystery guest, yeah. it takes humility to do that because you're going on. You woke up in the morning, you talked to us, and then you just sat there and let us be idiots. And <laughs> That was the best interview ever, right? He, he was like, yes. I literally just, yeah. I, I'm sorry I didn't give you any more help than I did. That's okay. Lunch. Uh, Dustin Lynch is here, which, by the way, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the new record, Blue in the Sky, in just a minute. I do have a couple questions, though, about this song, thinking about you. 
if you're driving in your truck and this song comes on the radio, do you keep it on and sing along to it? Keep it on and just listen to it and go, ah, or go, you know what? I want to change it. What do you do if the song comes on? I crank it up. You do turn it I up? I still do, yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter which which song I'm on. I, I do not get out. Like if, if I'm parking, it's time to get out. I'm, I'm staying in the truck. You will still listen to the radio. Until it's over, absolutely. Pull that microphone a little closer to you. For some reason, we have it set up there. <laughs> Did this song feel more massive to you? Um, I had the same gut feeling I had with, with Small Town Boy. I, I, as soon as we recorded the demo, I go, oh, that feels like a hit. You don't know they're going to be accepted and, and loved on as much as, uh, you know, think about you and small town boy has, has been, um, to have a six week number once, nothing, it's, it's nothing that you can prepare for. And how about the situation? Because on the record, Lauren sang it, right. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't able to come out as a single because of release schedules. Right. So you do a random search, you listen to people without knowing who is singing, right? Yep. Make sure I get my story right. Yeah. You find Mackenzie Porter. How fortunate for her that you pick her and then the song is massive because it's kind of launched her career. It, it's definitely uh, got her in front of a lot of eyes and ears. There's no doubt about it. And, and I have so much fun following Mackenzie and her journey now because she's out with Walker Hayes opening for him. And uh, she's she's always posting, think about you, you know, the crowd singing it back. And and I remember that that feeling the first time when, when that happened for me on my first tour. So it's, it's fun to follow along and, and I, I wish her the best. Do you let her sing that song at her shows? Oh yeah. She can sing the whole song, even the parts that you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think she sings both parts. Yeah. And does she pay you via Venmo every single time <laughs> that she does that? <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't got any money from her yet, but she's a very good gift giver. Uh, Dustin Lynch is here. The new record blue in the sky is out today. It's your fifth studio album. Uh, what is different about this record? Because obviously you're maturing as an artist and a person, but how did you take that step musically here? Um, I was the process of writing this album and recording it uh, was was new because I was in a relationship when I started it, went through a breakup, and then came out on the other side of that, knowing a lot more about myself. And so, um, to me, this album is very optimistic because of that. I feel like I know what I want out of life. Um, no regrets from that relationship at all. Uh, for uh, hopefully both sides. Um, no, we hear she regrets it. Just in case <laughs> but, you're wondering, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's a very optimistic sounding, feeling uh, album to me, just because I think that's where I'm at. What did you learn about yourself from this past relationship? Not anything about her, but like you're again, you're getting older. We all go through relationships that don't work, and hopefully, we grow from them. Yeah. What did you learn? What you wanted more? Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, you know we were first forced to live together. Uh, because of COVID. And so, uh, you know, she moved in with me. So that was a wonderful learning experience on how to coexist with someone. Um, it's been a long time since I've had, you know, roommates. So that was, uh, that was a fun journey. And, and yeah, I, I absolutely learned a lot about myself. And so any of these songs specifically based on the breakup? Uh, he's smiling. He's thinking right now. <laughs> right now the wheels are turning. Well, there's, I, I, I don't feel bad, but but breaking on a beach is is literally the how it went down. Uh-huh. Okay. But, Let me listen to this. Hold on. Let's listen. Well, I want to listen to the words here. Yes, he said it. Went, Ray, can you start it over? I want to be everybody quiet, please. Dustin Lynch is here. Let me hear the words of this song.
Now, without getting too into it, because you're into it there. I mean, you did you get dumped on a beach? I well, I I did the dumping. So, why, but you said uh, why did you have to break it on a beach? Well, I had to ride it from. So you're singing my shoes, but her shoes. It, it's, Got it. Okay. I wrote it from her shoes, I guess. Um, of course, oh, I'm should have sang it higher. So. Why'd you have to break <laughs> it on a beach? No, but but I was actually. Um, I'd made my mind up. You know, it was time to move on, and and believe it or not, the breakup happened on a riding retreat at, at the beach. Yeah, at the beach. Are you mature enough to do it in person? Absolutely, yeah. We went on a like a okay, we got you. a lot of steps in that day. It was a long walk, um, a lot of conversation and explanation on my end, and yeah. So I was talking about thinking about you a second ago, but this record, Mackenzie's on the record. Yeah, different than the. It's just a whole. It's the same song, but you're now putting it on a record. Am I right? Yeah, we just wanted it to live. It's such such a huge song for us. We wanted it to to land somewhere, so it just made sense to put on this album. I do want to put Hunt and Land with Riley Green up. Ray, play a little bit of this for me. Nobody kills more things than Riley Green. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've learned that. So that's <laughs> so you call Riley up and say, "Hey, I got this song. You want to hop on it?" How's that I work? mean, he's he's literally the when you write a song called Hunting Land, um, I immediately go, "Yeah, this is for Riley. Hopefully, he'll say yes to doing this." And it was a fun song to write. We kind of wrote it as a joke about one of my buddies. He's he's got a wife that uh, her dad has a lot of farmland in Kentucky, so that's what we wrote that one about. I remember last year. We were talking to you because maybe you were doing Cashmere Playa the last year. When did you get hit in the face with that beer can? <laughs> yeah, that would have been uh, that was actually in Niceville, Florida, at the Mullet Festival. Oh, it wasn't you, at Cashmere Playa. No, it wasn't at Playa. So when you got hit with that beer can, but how long ago was that? Before I get to my question, thirteen or fourteen. It's been that long. On, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Doesn't that feel like? Oh, he's like so last year. The in other day. <laughs> <laughs> um, do people throw stuff on stage normally at those? I asked because I saw you at Crash My Playa again. Yeah. Those outdoor shows, beachy, are people just chunking beach balls and stuff up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, boots, hats to sign. And it seems dangerous. Oh, it is because we've yes. got bright lights on our face. We can't see anything, really. Yeah, especially know? if it's at n- especially nighttime. Everybody's it, probably like, this dude can't catch worth a flip, but you can't see it coming. <laughs> just getting nailed. You're trying to be a pilot? I am. Why? Working away. Why? Uh, new challenge, fun. Oh, you're gonna die. I, I it, <laughs> you're gonna die. You're just gonna die. It's just crazy. I mean, My mom's just, gonna drive up here and kick your butt. Yeah. Now for and I that. love your mom. And let me just say, <laughs> Dustin, you're starting to make it right. Like you're start, you, like make it, make it. You've been making it, but now it's like you're climbing to that next level. Where now, since you have it all, you've got to do crazier things to find fulfillment. Don't make <laughs> it fly. Not, that's not it. It that's is it. it. You want to fly a plane. Um, Let the professionals fly a plane. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can do that too. But but I think I, I'm way more comfortable oh. flying commercial and private now because I know how to take off and land one. That's okay. But So like you could take over if the pilots both had heart attacks. <laughs> yes, for sure. Where are I you in this was- saga of you... Um, I'm at a very scary moment because my, my instructor told me two days ago that um, we're one lesson away from him jumping out and me getting to solo. Jumping out as in he's not going to go up with you or he's literally going to jump out? No. Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to probably do a couple a couple landings with me and then open the door and say, all right, you got this. Go for it. And that's when it's going to get real. I am scared to fly. I fly hundred plus times a year, right? I'm scared, yep. scared to fly. Uh, I don't. I don't like it. 
I don't want to do it. I have no interest in it. I hate it. Were you scared to fly at all? And is that why you pursued this or is it always just something fun to you? It's been fun. Oh. Yeah, it really has. I enjoy, um, I enjoy flying. I enjoy the view. And what really kind of pushed me was we weren't touring. So it's like, okay, let's pick up a new hobby. And I have, uh, I have some farms that are tough to get to driving or flying commercially. So Get a little plane, I can get in and out to. to You're my not farm. scared that Easier. one of these engines is going to go out, and you have to make an emergency decision. Well, my plane has um, it's a Cirrus, so it's, it's got, got a parachute. parachute. I don't care. Yeah. I didn't like parachuting as a human. I did that once too. <laughs> well, Hated I'm, not, it. I'm not about to jump out of a plane, but but my plane has one. If something goes completely crazy, um, but but after getting into it, I realized how much time you have if you properly, you know, even if engine cuts and and you simulate. Engine cutoffs and, and you do those simulations when you're practicing, so you can. But a simulation's not the same thing. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but still, I mean, you can you can land a plane a lot of places. I'm nervous, and I hope this never gets played back. <laughs> can you imagine? Um, yeah, I've been holding my breath since you said. I just know. I'm just scared awful. for him. I. Are you scared for Dirks? No, because that that was a little bit before Dirks and I became buddies. He was already doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching you real time become a pilot, and it's scary to me. <laughs> well, I'm. Thank you for your concern, but um, and I, I'm gonna keep on going. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amy. Anything you want? Your husband's a pilot. Anything you want to say to him? Give him some sort of safety tip or something. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, I, maximum I, amount of drinks. I'm maximum amount of drinks. Yeah, the answer is zero. No, going yeah, out. no drinks, yeah. obviously. But yeah, just study as much as you possibly can. I mean. The amount of times I saw my husband studying and he was an Air Force pilot yeah. was like, I was like, you've flown the plane a million times. Like, why are you still reading? He's like, you never know what could go wrong. Obviously, he was more in high stress situations. Mm-hmm. But I actually. stressful if the engine goes out. Every six- <laughs> the plane you have, I've actually flown in. Um, and my job was to, if something were to happen to my husband, pull down that red thing that releases the chute. Oh, yeah. great. Amy's so, now a pilot. Um, <laughs> Amy's a pilot too. <laughs> you know, like, and you just be in touch with. Air traffic control. Do, does it make you feel different about turbulence? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when you're in a smaller plane, you're getting tossed around. It's fun to me. It's like roller coaster up oh there. Oh, um, but the difference is if the roller coaster falls and crashes to the ground, you're going to perish. In a, roller yeah. co- in a car, that's not going to happen. I w- I can, can we offer him encouragement, though? To, no, I want um, him to stop. To, yes, like uh, the time my husband was on a, a, a single engine prop plane and the propeller flew off it departed the aircraft and he was flying through the mountains he was in upstate new york and literally there was mountains and like roads trees like there was no options and the airport Mm. was too far so air traffic control had him land in a lake that likely had no humans had never been in it and he turned into a bird and he was able to fly down and then just like landed perfectly on the water and so that's a success story of yeah. like exactly what you're saying. Like if you know what you're doing and yeah. you've simulated it, you know how to make it a bird and you just coast and then hopefully don't tip the wings too far either way and land on the water. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, so, I mean, man. that's if it happens. And then he you, swims away. Well, there was no, he had to, his scratches, he actually was fine from the crash. Well, he doesn't like, he likes to call it a controlled landing. Controlled and landing, yeah. when he got out, the shore was so like trees and different things. The scratches all came from climbing to shore. Gotcha. And then a Blackhawk helicopter had to come get him. Wow. So And no Blackhawks to come get wow. you around here. He said that oh, was yeah. a serious You're going to be fine. You're good at everything, which is I'll, I'll, I'll talk about how annoying it is. You're a great athlete. Yeah. Great artist. 
I'm sure you're going to be a great pilot. I'm just scared of flying, so I'm projecting that. Yeah. Okay. Well, my mom is definitely afraid of flying, and for whatever reason, she said that she's going to get in and go with me now. So, so she's I owe it to her. her. Yeah. She can be in up. charge of the red. I'm sure down. it's completely exactly. safe. But <laughs> let's not find more dangerous hobbies because you're now making it and you have to find other things to do. Okay. Don't be one of these stories where the guy's testing out bulletproof vests and letting people shoot. Well, can we secret. talk about you going around and doing crazy stuff all over the world? I was getting paid to Mr. do Bear that. Mr. Bear Grylls? I was getting paid to, well, that, that, I mean, I guess we got paid for that. But yes, that was a show, but I was perfectly protected. I was with an expert. Gotcha. And yes, go ahead. He'll probably, he said he likes the views. There's probably so much inspiration that comes from you flying up there. Like you're going to, ultimately it'll impact you as a creative. Yeah. And it's, you're basically get paid for it. In return, like once you're you're inspired up there in the sky. For sure. This segment has made me sad and scared. So I want to move. <laughs> I want to rotate off of this. Uh, I was looking at kind of your your music history. You have eight number ones, um, but you also have Cowboys and Angels, which was number two, which still may be one of your biggest songs. But what I want to do is I want to play a game here, where without the music, can you go the start of your songs without the music leading you in? If I were to go, what are the first lyrics to where it's at? It ain't in a high rise looking for a good time. Mind reader. How'd you know to wear hair like that? How'd you know to turn up that song? Uh, small town boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's got nothing. <laughs> I'm a dirt road in the headlights. I'm doing better. I'm a dirt road there you go. in the headlights. Is it weird that you don't know them immediately without the music? Yeah, I had to literally sing myself the hook to, to get to that one. Oh, so you went to the hook first and then back? Well, sorry, the uh, the intro. The um, okay, lyric. Riding Roads. It's time I got no nightclubs. Uh, hell of a night. All we need is a July hot Saturday night. Okay, now he's now he's loose. He's now he's warm. Yeah. Now he's got it all. Uh, I want to play a little bit from the new album. This is uh, Stars Like Confetti. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Rhett, one of the writers of this song. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a little bit first. How did that song get to you? Um, you know, I think that's a silver lining of 2020. Thomas was, was you know, TR and I were both at home. Um, and he moved pretty close to where I record all my stuff. Um, at my producer's house, they're pretty much next door neighbors. So he popped over and uh, that's why that song happened. Do you have your phone with you? I do. Okay, don't pull it out yet. Amy, let's play a game called What's on Dustin Lynch's Lock Screen? Let's all guess and see if we can name. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, are you, it's not like your butt or anything, right? Like you can show us. Yeah, yeah. I okay, you. good. He pulls it out. It's him naked. It's like, <laughs> okay, what's on Dustin Lynch's lock screen? I don't know the answer to I know. This. I mean, well, since his new, new hobby's flying, like oh. it could be something to do because it's like manifesting, like I'm going to pass the test. Okay. He's not officially a pilot yet. What are you predicting? Something air airplane related. related. Eddie? No, no, no. D- Dustin is a nature guy. He yeah. likes to be outdoors. So I I picture like a nice tree or something <laughs> or something very uh, okay. pretty. So you're going woods. Yes, nature-ish. I'm going beach. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I'm gonna go beach. Wow. Beach theme. All of these things are weirdly. But he, but he got he he has the breakup on the beach. It's not. No, but he loves the beach. He's the mayor of Playa. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Lunchbox. It's his mom. <laughs> That's what's on Which his last Which is why screen. they broke up. Yeah. Okay, Morgan. <laughs> I feel like it could be a dog on some level. A maybe, dog. Yeah, like oh. maybe a dog hunting, hunting with the dog. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Can, can we see your phone? Yes. Let me make sure who's on here first. Is someone right? 
Let's well, see. Well, weirdly enough, let me get all these messages. Oh, up yeah. Here. Is someone right? Don't tell us who, but is someone right? Weirdly enough, you guys are kind of all around it. It's not exact, but there's some flying involved. The beach is involved. And nature is involved. <laughs> well, so, well, where, where's where is, your mom? What is the, where's there's the photo mo- there's from? There's no mom and there's no dog. Oh. Ha. All right. It is. It's uh, a dude jumping off of a, a wave on a surfboard. That's oh. beach. That's beach. <laughs> oh, the nature's that's gotta in the be back, No, no, no. That's Come on, guys. I mean, surfboard. Look at Who's that. the guy? Scuba, you're the judge. Can you see this? Am I holding this the right way? It, it looks yeah. like a backwards S, so it's hard it's to see. It's a guy jumping yeah. off. He's, he's on a surfboard. So he's got a surfboard oh, over his head. now. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah. So, oh, I said the beach, yeah. So I, I, I guess in theory everyone is correct. No, no, no! I said beach! <laughs> oh, but oh, okay, but there is no airplane, though, so actually Amy's wrong. Yeah. So yeah, so actually actually, the only one right is Bobby. Thank Bobby you. got the beach. Thank okay. you. Come Good on, job. top for Good me. Job, Thank awesome. you. Well, who's Good the guy, guessing. though? Yeah, who's is the, that like a stock image? Like I, yeah, it is. I don't even remember where I found this. <laughs> I've had this. stock <laughs> image? <laughs> is that, that's your, like, what do you have that on there for? Like, to remember to just fly? Or be yourself, or be free. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's time to update that picture, buddy. <laughs> we need to fix that. Why? What's wrong Listen, with my phone background? Hey, you know, years go, it's ago, like Walmart in a frame. It's just random that, families. I mean, that makes me feel good, right there. Yeah. Okay. I love to surf. Okay, so years ago, Dirks was on Bobby Bobbycast, and he said that when he was one at a certain plane or something, that he made that plane like his password. Yeah. So it like he had to type it in every day as like a manifestation type thing. I like, like that. You, you what should, should mine be? I know. I feel like we need to. I don't know that if you have this, your pilot's license. <laughs> Do you have a license? Do you have um, a license? Like a card? Yeah. Is a pilot's license like, like a driver's license? I don't know. Or is it just something you hold? Is it something you just hold in your heart? Piece of paper. You get a log, yeah, it's yeah, a log book and a. Uh, Lame. I don't know. Lame. But um, how, I know this song, Pasadena. It's on the new record. Yeah. How do I know this song? Uh, b- um, Bobby Cast. Oh, you played it? Yeah. You came over it's to the, the house. It's the only time we've ever played that song. It was on the t- the um, Twitch show. That's right. Oh, cool. I knew I knew it and heard it. And I was like, am I having some weird deja vu? Okay, turn it up. This is uh, Dustin Lynch, Pasadena. Maybe we should stay while, See where it leads us. I think we got something cool between us. We got two more nights before leaving Pasadena. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I love uh, that song. Dustin Lynch has got a new record out today. 12 songs, Blue in the Sky. I hope all of you guys go and check it out. Um, do you want them to listen to it front to back? Be sporadic? Sporadic. I think sporadic will work, but front to back makes sense. Did you put all the songs together? For a reason by each other? Um, just because they flow uh, they flow better. You know, certain songs, you don't want them sounding the same tempo key. You want it to flow. Same with the set list. Um, you don't want there to be like awkward kind of glitchy things. So, yeah, we listen down and make sure it flows. If I start this party mode, song one, at the exact time The Wizard of Oz starts, will it play through and show it? You have no idea what I have no idea what that means. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That was cool. Wow. What a great question. It totally went completely (laughs) in. So. (laughs) I'm clueless. Pink Floyd. Okay. Did an album. Got it. And if you started it, it it ran along with The Wizard of Oz. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, wow. I've never heard that. Mm -hmm. Are there any songs that we can backward mask on this? That you play, we play backward and it's sending messages to other people not that i know of mm. the beatles pro- did that yeah, my producer is some evil genius or backward dustin's like 
No, I'm not going to do it. Oh, it's satanic. Oh, I'm not doing that. What? Whenever you include songs that are about other people, like in this case, the breaking up on a beach, like do you, right. do you, especially if you reverse the story, it, do you have to let the, do you let the person know or do you let them hear it before it comes out or how does that conversation go? Because I'm sure it's been in other song, albums too. I haven't. Um, <gasps> think oh, about. Classic. Interesting. <laughs> have you thought about how that might hit classic. her? I honestly don't think she's going to listen to this album. I think okay. she's over me. Um, okay. That that makes sense. But Think About You has bits and pieces of past relationships and where people ended up in life. But you, so, don't, you, don't, talk, you don't tell them heads up? No. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just curious. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if they, you know, if they're just doing life and here on the radio and be like, I wonder if that's about me. Yeah. She, she's gonna know. <laughs> well, yeah, gonna she like, hears that. There's oh, no wait. wonder. She's like, well, wait a second. That's 100%. 100%. <laughs> somebody right now listening knows her and is oh, for no. sure gonna text her now. Oh. So, hi, whoever hi. that is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dustin, it's great to see you. We always love when you come in. You, we've shared a lot today. He's flying. <laughs> There's not a real pilot's license, which I'm stunned by. It's just basically a book. Well, if, well yeah. he'll have a like a thing with the like a yeah. You get your certificate, but mm-hmm. a certificate. I want a card yeah. <laughs> with a picture on it that says "I can fly," and then you should get like uh, to have a pilot's license. You should get a discount to sit in first class. Don't you think that's a great idea? Yeah, so you're closer. So you're to closer the to the flight deck. To the flight deck. Mm-hmm. You call it a cockpit or a flight deck? Flight deck. Yeah. Class. Super PC. Yeah. I just keep saying classic for no reason. All right, Dustin Lynch, you got a new a new album out today. Great to see you. Thank you guys for having me Let's on. all clap our hands for the guy who, every time he comes in, the interviews get better and better. Yeah. Listen, I've also seen you relax and just let your walls down and share your story with us now. You know, I guess maybe because you have success and you know, you know, ain't, ain't no taking that away. You're just going to be you. I like that. Well, uh, you know, I think we've all evolved, right? Uh, you were really awkward your first interview in here years ago. I never was. No, I'm. You'd have a clue who I was. That's true. But that, <laughs> dang, that was more on you than me. All right, there it is. <laughs> Dustin Lynch, everybody. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. 
I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got some more Bobby Bone Show theme song submissions this week, which was super fun because they were really good. Now, Lunchbox. Wyatt Dillon made a submission the other week. He did not this week. And as we all know, that is you. And don't even try to play it off. Wyatt Dillon. Hey, y'all. Wyatt Dillon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. He's in the building. Now, super funny. Like, these submissions have been awesome hearing them, including Wyatt Dillon's, especially because we weren't anticipating one. But How long did it take you to realize it was me? Oh, one second. Oh. I knew your voice. Your voice is so recognizable that you could do 80 different accents and I would still know it's you. Because Amy, literally, I was watching her and it took her a good 30 seconds, maybe 15 seconds because she's sitting there and she did the head kind of like, wait a minute. Like it didn't register right away. Yeah. And I was like. Dang, did really people think that was wide deal, y'all? Hey, wide well, deal. to be fair, at the beginning, you were just kind of hooting and hollering. It wasn't was, until you yeah. got to the lyrics. Here we go now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it Bobby still sounds Bone like show. you. I'll tell you what to do. Yeah, Wyatt Dillon and Nico Jackson sound very similar. What? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Nico Jackson. You're literally doing the same this thing with your mouth. Nico Jackson. No. Your mouth is... Wyatt li- Dillon. Okay. He's he's trying to like use his tongue and like shove it in the well, bottom I, of his I, lip. I did. I stuck I stuck a bunch of gum in there. Like it would be dips or be. Oh, you're trying to do some like Earl Dibbles Jr. situation. No, I was just trying to make it sound different. Like if you have something in your lip, I feel like you sound different. But maybe I didn't. No, you're doing similar things with your mouth. <sighs> I'm just telling you why Dylan and Nico Jackson sound very similar. Um, okay, but it it inspired me. I want to know this. What did you? Obviously, you didn't want to be a singer. Um, or maybe you did. What did you want to be when you were growing up? What were the jobs that you wished you had? Like, you know, when you got that little sheet in school and they're like, write down the careers you hope to have when you're older. What okay. did you write? 
Well, I mean, my first career that I wanted was to be in the Army. Okay. Because I loved the color green. That's an interesting translation. Yes, okay. <laughs> and they wore camouflage. And I was like, heck yeah, dude, that's bad. I can't say that word. <laughs> I don't know if I can, but I'm not going to. And I even painted my room green. Uh, my bookshelves in my room had like, you know, that little paper. I don't know what you call it. Shelf paper, whatever, the, the, the sticky stuff. Put camouflage sticky paper on the bookshelves. Okay. I, I don't know what you call that stuff. Uh, I don't think I had that growing up, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you got you didn't have it. You get it's a sticky paper. Are you talking about wallpaper? No, it was on like shelves. You could do different. I I don't know. Yeah, I can't say I had that. So then I realized you you had to go to war and all that stuff, and I was like, all right, I'm out on the army. So then I wanted to be an ambulance driver because they could drive fast. Okay, but you could still never pronounce the word. Okay, but the problem is then I found out the ambulance drivers had to deal with like the blood and the guts. So oh. I'm out on that. Okay. So you just wanted it for the sirens? Just to drive fast. I was okay. like, that would be awesome. Okay, okay. And then I wanted to be on the real world. That has been a dream since you were young? Yeah, since I was like 10 or 11. Oh, man. Okay. So that's like a dream that stuck. That was one of the ones that stayed. Yeah. Okay. And I thought I, after the real world, I would my career would take off and I'd be like sports broadcasting, something like that. Um, yeah, that was, those were my, that was it. I didn't have it. I didn't ever like I knew. Here's the thing I knew when I was a kid, I knew I would not work a normal nine to five because I could not like I didn't understand how people got dressed up every day. Like what? That seems miserable. (laughs) Miserable. Yeah. And you you do cycle through about three different sweatshirts at work. So I I would say you nailed it. I mean, in high school, I wore T-shirt and jeans to school every single day. (laughs) Never a collared shirt never and my buddy Aaron pulls me aside he's like dude how do you expect to get chicks if you just wear a t-shirt and jeans every day and a hole in your jeans I was like don't worry about it I'm good (laughs) and you still got chicks is what you're saying that's what I'm saying and I that's just I mean that's who I mean and I wore free t-shirts I mean I just I hated dressing up which is the and what's is crazy. that still the case now? I know you dress up for like events and stuff. Yes, I would rather just wear this. But you hate dressing up still. I don't mind it for a big event, but I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would, every day would be miserable. Like my wife, she said she was shocked, shocked when she found out that guys didn't wear a suit every day because <laughs> her dad wore a suit to work every single yes. day. Yes. So that, she was, yes. her mind was blown mm-hmm. and she was mind, her, her mind was blown that guys didn't shave every day because her dad shaved every single day. Uh, well, I do. I, w- I would agree. I mean, my dad didn't wear a suit or tux every day, but he always had a collared shirt and nice pants and stuff on to go into work. So, and yeah, he was always like clean shaved and that was a thing. I do think that used to be like what we grew up with, right? Did you grow up with that with no, your dad? No, my dad was a, he did repair, he did construction, he did repairing and remodeling of oh, houses. so he never dressed up, So That's he why. wore paint clothes and that was it. Like he, every article of clothing had paint on it, stains on it. Like he never dressed up. So yes, that's how I grew up. And I never knew any different. And I just thought, yes, that's what it's all about. I, that's how I want to be because I do not like Here's the problem. I can't touch my shoulders. So if I had to wear a tie every day, I would, it would be impossible for me to go to work. I would just have to, like, every day, I'd, like, when I go to charity events sometimes or, like, weddings or 
I don't know how to tie a tie. So I'll be in the lobby of the freaking place. Hey, hey, man, can you put this tie on me? Can you help me put this tie on? Because I can't do it. You still can't do it either. No, I can't reach my shoulders. And I mean, have you ever thought about going to like physical therapy for? No, no, I can't. Like, there's no physical therapy. There's no nothing. Like, my arms just are, it's hereditary. So you can't fix it at all, even no. with like flexibility lessons. No, like my grandpa, my dad's dad couldn't touch his shoulders. My dad can touch his shoulders with the tip of his t- thumb. That is it. Like barely touch it. What about your mom? I mean, you have both of their genes. My mom's fine, I think. <laughs> I think you know, it comes from my dad's side of the family. Okay. And it's just something in the arms. They don't rotate. Like I can't put my palms to the sky like when you're getting changed from the grocery, I can't do that. You literally can't turn. No, turn I'm, it. I'm like watching him. He his his art. It's like your arms lack mobility. Like I mean, they, like it just doesn't rotation. work. It doesn't work. I feel like you could fix that. No, you can't. I can't pat myself on the back. I feel like with mobility or physical therapy, you could do that. No, because like mean, people get that back after they get in accidents or stuff, right? Like they lose it and then they can get it back. Yeah, because they had to do it, be able to do it before. I've never been able to do it. That's so wild. Can you touch your toes? Heck like, can no. Can you stretch? No. You want my hamstrings to rip out of my legs? Okay, so you're just not flexible at all. No, my 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 family is not flexible. We are not very flexible. And that's one thing I wish I'd have done more, stretch more. I need to do yoga because I am the most unflexible person ever. So are you going to make sure that your kids stretch so they don't have these issues? I hope. Yes, because here's my problem. I'll go run... Five miles, whatever. I don't even stretch. I just run. Just go. You, that That is not good for your whole body. Soccer game? I just show up and play. Don't stretch. That's literally terrible for your, your limbs. Well, how, yeah, just wait. In about five years, I'm going to be a little, ah, I can't, I'm not going to be able to move. Yeah. That's so bad for you. I, I never said it was good for me. Never did. I, I wish it was, I wish I was better about stretching, but I just don't do it. I mean, you need, yeah, you definitely should, and you should definitely make sure your kids do it. That way, they don't have the same issues. Hopefully, I know. Have you tested their arms yet to see if they Not have yet. the same problem? But they're starting to do push-ups. <laughs> You're lying. Yeah, no. You're literally lying. You couldn't even a, say that with a straight face. This was funny. I want everybody on here to get so mad. I can't believe you're making your kids do push-ups. You couldn't even do it with a. You couldn't no, say it I with did a straight because face. Because you laughed. You laughed. Yeah, because I'm like, you don't do push-ups. I know dang good. But, but when, you, when you laughed, I, I mean, I was like, all right, good. Like, you got yeah. my joke. Yes. Yeah, I did. I did. Got, but I what did, did got you, your joke? But what did you want to be when you grew up? I mean, nothing practical. Nothing like yours that was actually like going to turn into a career. I wanted to be an ice skater. Well, I mean, of course, I want to be a professional athlete. That's what I was I mean, talking about. Like, all the things. Well, yeah, but every kid wants to be a professional athlete at some point. But that was the thing. See, this is the thing with TikTok that's been happening is people are like, man, I really didn't live an original life at all. Because every time you turn around, somebody's like saying something from their childhood that they did. And they're like, I thought I was the only one that did that. So, like, it's this whole, like, thing where we're all sitting here like, dang, really, none of us were original. So this is why it got brought up about the careers we all wanted to have because so many people my age wanted to be a singer, an ice skater, or a marine biologist. And do you know what three I had on my career sheet? Those three. Why a marine biologist? Why was that the popular one? That's still, I mean, it's still something I would love to do. I think we just grew up, like, with a lot of animal movies, a lot of things, so we loved animals, Oh, yeah, Free Willy. I mean, yeah, and all the Disney movies that we grew up with. Yeah, uh, Lion King. I mean, you name it. Yeah. So I think we all just really loved animals. That's interesting. And the idea of that was And why an ice skater? I I loved watching ice skating on TV. 
It was so cool. Have and you been? Wa- go, did you I watch think, it on the Olympics? Have you been watching? I used it? to. I used to watch it so really. You don't watch it now. I don't. I don't really watch any sports now. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I do. I like the only thing I like about sports is the environment of it. And if the environment's not happening, I don't really care. Got it. Like I'll go to them and have the best time, and you'll think I'm a huge fan. But watching them, I could care less. Okay. Olympics are on right now. You know that, right? Have you been watching? Yeah, I know they're Heck on. Heck yeah, I've been watching them. You've been watching all of them? I mean, they're happening at like 1 a.m. No, nah, I mean, I watch them the next. I, I don't know. I, you I don't watch know what, the highlights? No, no, I watch it. I don't know what I'm watching, if it's already happened or if it's happening. <laughs> I, I have no idea. You're watching whatever is being put on TV is what yes. you're watching. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching it. Like, I'm watching. Like, there was like, it was a cool one. It was like snowboarders. And there was like, it was like a snowboard race. Oh, yeah. I mean, that does happen at the Olympics for sure. It was so it was cool. I, you know, I did see that Sean White said he's retiring after this yeah, Olympics. Yeah, he's peacing out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Sean White. I mean, I watched the half five with Chloe Kim. She's a bad See, ass. I know all these names, social media, I can see it all. I yeah. just yeah, I'm not watching. Um but Michaela Schifron, oh she's a poor girl. That girl's the best skier in the world and when she gets to the Olympics something happens and I don't know what what it just yeah can you imagine though like that the the whole pressure of the olympics like your whole life leads up to that moment yeah oh did you see the greatest story ever though which one the um snowboard i think it was the racing one <laughs> snowboard yeah. racing no no it was the racing one okay 12 years ago go this girl from the usa she's freaking dominating dominating coming up on the finish line she got a gold medal she tries to be cute and do a trick on her board, falls, gets silver. <gasps> Wait, that was 12 years ago, though? 12 years ago. I mean, no, I, no, I did not know that. <laughs> and this year she came back and got gold. <gasps> what? That's cool. What? Well, I mean, but also, you know, that that's that shows you. That's why you just stay you stay dedicated to what you're doing instead of trying to, to show off a little thing. Oh, she said, I was just trying to give the fans a show. See? And that's what, you know, she was trying to, like, say what up to the people, the crowd, and it's crazy. But I wondered myself, I was like, man, did she just go through the last 12 years? Like, I hate myself. I didn't get that gold medal. I mean, she had to. Think about all that training. But they do World Cup. I don't even know what that is, World Cup races. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, the most decorated snowboard racer of all time, so... I don't know if that lives with her, like like if she like, uh, but I now it really doesn't because she got the gold now, so yeah. I think she can be like, oh. no regrets. Yeah, and then there was that one. There was a dude, um, a year ago. Okay. And I think it was a World Cup race. He falls, crashes through the fence, the barrier thing. Like had neck surgery, a bro- couple b- broken vertebra, vertebrae, yeah. vertebrae, vertebrae. You're asking the wrong person. Got it. So. <laughs> He, a year ago, was walking out of the hospital after surgery, not walking, wheeling out, whatever. I don't know. But he's from the USA, from Vermont. His mom got a gold back in the day, 50 years ago. Boom. He got a silver. I mean, still, that's awesome, though. No, it's incredible. That's what I'm saying. Boom. Like, a year ago, he was laying up in the hospital. But you said he got silver like it was sad. I was like, boom, he got a silver. Yeah, there we go. Better energy on that one. I thought I I said it pretty good. You're like, boom. He got a silver. And I was like, oh, that sounded sad. No, no, no. And then. uh, But hey, talk about family of Olympians. Yeah. Oh, that's That's crazy. And when they're going like they're going like 80 miles an hour down that hill. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And there was another dude that like when he was 18, I think he's a snowboarder, dude. Snowboarder, dude. Or was he a skier? No, he's a skier, dude. 
He was one that does a big jump off a jump thing. Like oh, a like ramp. the trick jumps? Yeah, I don't know which one it was. Big downhill, s- s- small downhill, flip thing. <laughs> but when he was 18, he got in a wreck and he had like his crushed his skull and had to have it re-put together like a puzzle piece and he's out there balling out. Was- yeah, I think I think athletes are of a different breed in just different forms. Like they just have different drive, different... You have to have this almost just completely different mindset to, to yes. do what you do and to come back from things like that. Right. And he said it changed his perspective because he used to be worried about winning. And now he just kind of worries about like life, like they appreciate it. And that's when he started winning. Mm-hmm. He put so much pressure on himself to win. Then, do you know, like, it's so cool. The ones that like, I don't know if you, you don't watch them. So you don't know. Like some of those things on the skiing, they are two times the size of the Empire State Building. That's They're how, massive. That's that, how, that's big how they tall are? they are. They're up there that high and they come down. Uh, it's so the they one, ain't got no fear of heights. No, it's the one where they just fly. So they don't even use sticks. They don't even use um, stick ski sticks. They just lean forward and they go down and then they and they stick their chest out and they fly, fly, fly. You know how far they fly? How far do they the fly? The length of a football field. <gasps> what? And then they have to slow themselves down from that too? No, they just land and yeah, I mean... Wait, so they're flying in the air? In the air. <gasps> yeah, they fly. They, they come down that ramp. It shoots them. And then you just ooh, hold your pose trying to see how far you can go. And they fly a football field. I mean, you want to talk about it. And then they come down. And sometimes they I do that. I mean, the, how does their stomach not just like drop to their butt? No, my real question is, <laughs> my real question, how do ice skaters not get dizzy? Because they do spin. Like if you yeah. do the dizzy bat race at a baseball game, you oh, fall over. Dizzy bat game. not Yeah, especially after drinking, yes. They do the dang triple spin, 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 spin. And then they just keep going. I'm like, yep. uh, guys, why are you not vomiting yet? Why are you not falling over? They're so like just all the the talent. Listen, and I will tell you too because they've been showing up on my TikTok feed. I have been inspired by the Olympics. I may not be watching them, but I have been watching them on TikTok. And and uh, I think this might be like the prelims. I don't because I, I don't think there's gymnastics at this one. No, there's not. So I think it's like the prelims that I've been seeing is people competing to get into the next. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they're just popping up on my TikTok. Gymnastics. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? I'm getting into adult gymnastics. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're signing up. Yeah. I can still do back handspring. I can still oh do cartwheels. Goodness. So I'm going to go and do adult gymnastics at a gym with Morgan number one. We're doing it together. Did you already sign up? We're about to. Oh, boy. Why? All right. Guys, mark the tape. Mark the tape. What? I give it three months before we got a cast. Three months. I mean, that's possible. Listen, gymnastics is intense. Oh, it's intense. I remember when I did it. Oh, man, it was rough. You did gymnastics? Yeah. Aren't you the same person that also told me on your podcast that that is not hard? No, I never said it wasn't hard. Cheerleading isn't a sport. Not a sport. <laughs> it's it's an <laughs> athletic competition. Oh man, yeah. We you'll have to f- dig through Sore Losers podcast to find that one. We had a full blown podcast like debate about yeah, that. We don't need to get into that. We don't. We don't want yeah, people no. to you all can, agree you with. Can go I, back I don't want everybody. I don't want everybody to agree with me and get mad at you for arguing with me. Gonna agree with you. Okay. But you did gymnastics? I did gymnastics because uh, I didn't do preschool. And my mom was like, you have to do something. And I was like, look, I don't. I know school's terrible. I was four. You know, I knew that it was a bad idea to do that. And so next to the preschool place was a gymnastics. It's like, I'll do that. And okay. I did gymnastics for a year. Boom. Did you get pretty good? Yeah, I did a cartwheel on the big beam. Oh, 
okay, that's not bad. But yeah, I mean, you just never exceeded past no, that. I'm saying that was, I mean, that I did it one year, then I went to school, and I was like, I ain't, gymnastics ain't for me. Oh, my gosh, man. Talk about, like, the best shape of my life have I ever been in. Yeah, when I, well, I remember gymnastics. that. When I was four, I was like, I got I had a 12-pack. <laughs> you knew that. You remember that from yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, that's the, I mean, listen, that's the plan. We're at least going to give it a try for a month. It's classes once a week, and just go and tumble and hang out. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear more about this. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Like I can still, especially if you give me the, the springboard that they use on like the spring oh, Are you going to do the, the vault? I think you can go on the vault and the beam and stuff. And you ain't going to do no vault. I, I never, you'll liked just do vault. the floor routine. I never liked vault because I'm so short. Vault's very hard for me. Oh, so like I could flip over it when I did gymnastics, but I couldn't ever like, it was just, it was too wide. Like I would just had such a short body Yeah. that I found a lot of trouble with the vault. All right, well, we'll get you on the uneven bars. I did like the uneven bars. I was really good at those. Yeah, see, I don't know. You know what's gy- crazy? Was my sister, though, was even more of a gymnast than me. I did more more cheerleading stuff. I loved tumbling. Yeah. I didn't like really the rest of it. I just loved tumbling. And she did, um, gosh, and I think I think I had brought it up. Um, Crowley is his last name. She trained with, like, one of the Olympic coaches Way back oh, when. Oh, Crowley. Yeah. Bella Crowley. Yep. That was him. She yeah. trained with him at like a camp. She she had still has pictures with him and stuff. She went to that when Didn't, oh, she was young. I got a question. What? You might want to Google this. I I think there is, I think there was stuff that came out about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's who that is. Okay. I just check. I was like, I, man, I, I think that's I, that guy. I'm not sure if I'm con- connecting all the that's dots. Like, that's like a... When Dominique Mucciano, you don't know who that is because you're no, too No, I know who that is. I, gymnastics world, I know. She was my age, and I saw her in the Olympics, and I was like, that girl is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I told my parents, hey, we're moving to Houston because yep. that's where she was from. I thought we'd go to the same school, and but it never happened. <laughs> she was. No, um, yeah, and and I'm, I'm quoting so much, I'm not even sure if I remember it, but I want to say she went to that same camp that my sister went to. Really? And did you hear, the, you, you know, the crazy story about Dominique Mucciano? Which one? That she found out later on. That she had a sister. That, I don't, I didn't remember that story. No. Okay, may, maybe Google this. I think this is right. We're with all of these things. Please Google because Lunchbox and I are not sure about how. I, I think this is right, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that she had a sister that was disabled, and so her parents were like, eh, eh, and they left her in their home country. Wow. Yeah. If so, that's really I, sad. I, I, I think that's right. I mean, I. I, I I have a great memory about life and things in general. Dominique I mean, Mooch. Yeah. I mean, this is like, I know, know this is like a just a crazy rabbit hole, but yeah, isn't that, I mean, isn't that wild though? Like that, my sister went to that camp and gymnastics and cheer were a really big part of our lives for a really long time. That is crazy. So, but yeah, she definitely did more of the gymnast side. So. Oh, Dominique Mucciano's sister. Did you find it? Is it true? Is your story that you said true? Don't quote us on anything in the last ten minutes because we are not sure. Yeah, she has a she has a uh, Dominique Mucciano. I don't know how to say her name. Uh, has a memoir off balance. She reveals sister Jean Bricker. Oh my gosh! Wow. The report picks up on a portion of Dominique Mucciano's memoir off balance. In it, Mucciano recounts how she came to know her sister Jen, a twenty four year old who was given up for adoption shortly after birth. Bricker was born without legs and grew to admire gymnastics and one of the biggest. So that's why she got her parents wow. gave her up is because she didn't have legs. That's terribly sad. Oh, 
Why do you have to bring a really sad so, story to that? The sister, the, the girl with no legs, became a fan of gymnastics and found out she was her sister. So she wrote Dominique Amuciano a letter. I realize this must be a lot for you to take in right now. I mean, it's a lot for me too, but I've had a lot of years to soak it all in. I've been trying ever since I was 16. I'm now 20 to think of the right way to get into contact with you. I thought about it almost every day. That is mind-blowing wow. stuff, so guys. So maybe read that book. That book sounds really interesting. Wow. So sad, though. That's I mean, terrible. We're going out on a sad note on okay, this one, I let's, guess. What, what's the segment? <sighs> well, at least we're going into something happy. Yeah, that's what can, I was going to say. You guys can hear the Bobby Bones Show theme song submissions because they're really good. There is no Wyatt Dillon submission this week, but these are re- really good ones. So here you go. Number five. A couple weeks ago, I said, hey, somebody write us a 30-second theme song. I'll pay them out of my own money. And so here we go. This is Cray Reap. Welcome to the hottest radio show around. Good news coming from Nashville to your hometown. You got Hillary and Abby and Scoob and Steve. Ramuno in the studio behind the scenes. Morgan number two on fire online. Mike D and Eddie showing up on time. Lunchbox is scheming about his next deal. Amy's heart of gold is always keeping it real. Last but not least, the man of the hour. Bobby Bones, your host, coming to your radio time. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Gee, wow. wow. That's wow. pretty awesome. That's an anthem. That feels Dang. like we should do like some SEC football show after that. <laughs> it's like, we're coming to your town. That sounds like a real TV intro. That's really good, Cray Reap. That means nobody on the show can ever leave, though, because he's already his name in That's it. That's true. I mean, he used Maybe we need a version where it's like instrumental, and if Morgan leaves or Ray leaves, we just cut him cut out. Him out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Woo. Okay, here's another one. Here is Garrett Say. He says, here's my submission. Thank you for this opportunity to be a part of your show. And thanks to my beautiful and supportive wife, Heather, for pushing me to give it a shot. Welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. Hope you came to pimp some joy. Jamie Lunchbox, Eddie, and Morgan number two. Mike D. Ray and Scuba Steve were found to tickle you. Abby screamed at Carl Hillary, what's behind the scenes? Let's not forget Bobby, he's a Razorback fan. He keeps his rowdy crew in line the best that he can. Give us a listen and tell us something good. Welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. Yeah, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. Just in general, they're really good this week. We're two down. Okay, here's Wesley Holland. It's Bobby. It's Bobby. It's Bobby Bones, y'all. It's Bobby. It's Bobby. It's the Bobby Bones Show. You got Bobby. He's the king of the land. You got Eddie and Amy. They be sitting at his right hand. You got lunchbox, but not the kind you eat. You want to go swim, you go swim with Scuba Steve. You got Abby and Ray and Morgan number two. They work behind the scenes and bring Bobby to you. Now listen up, y'all, because this ain't funny. His name is Mike T, and he's about to get money. Uh. It's Bobby. It's Bobby. It's Bobby Bones, y'all. It's Bobby. It's Bobby. It's the Bobby Bones Show. I mean, that's wow. good. Too. That's so good. It's probably a little too hip-hop to use yeah. every day on this, but we could definitely use that in some, another part of the show. We only have a couple more. Here's Tori Carpenter. Bobby Bones, he's so fly. He's on every morning, he's the radio guy. 
Amy's there too, and she's got jokes. Tune in for the morning, corny folks. Eddie the dad, tell me something good. Lunchbox with the bone, Eddie's so misunderstood. Can't forget Morgan and the rest of the crew. It's the Bobby Bone Show, good morning to you. It's the Bobby Bone Show, good morning to you. That was pretty good. Cute. I like Rock that one. Yeah, it's good. That's good. That's good. Let's do one more. Uh, this is Tony Yobanks. And he said, hey, this melody came to me in a dream about two or three years ago, but I came up with lyrics to it. Here we go. Bobby Bones, it's the Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones, coming to a radio near you. On podcast too. we hope that you will love to listen to Bobby Bones. Spreading positivity, Bobby Bones. With Lunchbox, Eddie, Amy, and the crew. Good morning, studio. It's time to meet Bobby Bones. Submissions were really good this yeah. time. I mean, that... Wait, I skipped one? Which one? Oh, here he is. Wyatt Dillon. Wait! <laughs> <Hey. All right. laughs> is it worth playing or no? I mean, is it as good as the other ones? It's up to okay. Come here's, on. Here's 30 seconds from Greg McCarthy. Listen up, listen in. Okay. It's the Bobby Bone Show. Just a bunch of good friends. Pimping joy on the radio. No, you're never gonna get it, but you could. And when the world's gone crazy, tell me something good. Yeah, the Bobby Bone Show's friends doing what they do. And they make you feel like one, too. Hey, that's a good one. That's I really like that. good. Yeah. Good one. That one. We have to move a couple of these to the finals okay. here. That's Ooh. a good one. That Cray Reap one. Is that the first one? The first one. That's really good. Just hit that one again, Ray. Welcome to the hottest radio show around. Good news coming from Nashville to your hometown. That's good too. I, it sounds like Brandon Ray. A little bit it does, yeah. Brandon and Eddie wrote a jingle for this to win the cash. <laughs> we, did you do not, that, Eddie? We did not. No. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for the submissions. We'll take it for another couple weeks. We'll leave it open. Uh, mailbag at bobbybones.com. Those are pretty good, though, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. El- level elevated. Yes. Next week it's Aldine sending in a song. <laughs> it just continues to get okay, bigger. Okay, Blake. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> just trying to get a shot. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Something I did not expect, I shared a new social media idea that I have, and man, did you guys love to share what you thought on that. And most of them were nice. Some, you know, everybody, everybody's got their opinions. And so this uh, little idea I had spun into a pretty big engaged segment on our social media pages. So I'm just going to leave that there. You guys can hear my idea. And uh, yeah, you can and hit me up and let me know your thoughts. Your it. idea is pretty crazy to me. It's very savage. I'm just like you, you. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just leave it at that. You it? I think you are, but it, you let those comments get to you too much. I here's the thing: I do. I've never blocked anybody in my life. You don't even look at the comments though. You don't have to. Because I'm the just problem. like. Because I'm like. Yes. No, you want to be negative? Be no, negative. It's because it's, it's not your job to look at this. It's like, you don't have to. It's like there was some guy when we were back in Austin. He loved this other morning show. And he would tweet me all the time. Just vile stuff. Like, whatever. I don't know what it is. 
and I never blocked him. And here's like a few years ago, he tweeted and he's like, dang, I'm still not blocked. That's unbelievable. Mad props. <laughs> because I never let him get to me. Ah, you ain't going to bother me, fool. Listen, like, it's not as much as get to me as I'm just a, I'm just no longer allowing that in my space because I have to be on social media all the time. Yes. I don't have that choice. But. You get that, to no, put wait, your here, phone here's, away. No, no, here's the thing. You get to not no. pay attention to social can, can media. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? What? I think you should put your phone away more. And you say it's your job, but your job is not to be on it 24-7. Your job should be on yes, it. For, it no, it's not. No, it's not. Lunchbox, do you not know you, what my job is? Your job is not to police comments all day. You know, it, it's not. It, it, Sorry. No, like, listen. I, I, I'm, at the I'm, beginning, I'm, it was not, but now it is because of where things have gone no, on social media. No. Yes. If they want to be rude to each other, let it's them be not, rude. It's not even the rudeness. I have to monitor people scamming, people um, trying to solicit things on our page. It's it's not even just the rude. It's all of it. No. It's gotten so much worse than it used to be. That's what I'm saying. You can do it. You. It's unrealistic. I don't have enough time in the day to not do it. No, no, it's time. unrealistic to expect you to do that all the time. You can do it for a few hours. Well, not when I'm sleeping. No, 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 <laughs> no. I am telling you right now, it's unrealistic. Like you have. I don't know what to tell you, lunch. No, I'm telling you. It's part of my job. Right, whatever. I just get to your theory. I can't, or your your scheme, <laughs> or whatever you're doing. How you're scheming people. I, hey, I take time for myself on the weekends, but no, yeah. that's not. I, I trust me. I know. I'm not gonna talk about it. Hey, uh, I do want to hear about your uh, your job things, though. People would like to know more about what you do, so we'll get into that. But for now, people can hear my new social media idea, and I think it's brilliantly savage. And Lunchbox has his own opinions, and that's all right. But here it is. Number four. Morgan, number two, does all of our social media, all of our digital, the website. Um, But at times, people can be mean to you on social media as well. Yes. Like on my personal Instagram, they'll make comments and it it just lives there forever because I can't do anything about it. Wait. So why are people mean to you mostly? Uh, I mean, a lot of them think I have a drinking habit, you know, because I always post (laughs) drinking videos. That would be called a problem, not a habit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, a drinking habit, probably not so bad. Yeah, it sounds better. A drink- <laughs> it's not such a bad thing if you have a habit. So uh, they, they talk about you drinking a lot. Yeah, there's one. I, you know, some hate that I don't post pictures of my boyfriend, so I only post pictures of myself. And they're like, oh, that's self-absorbed. So it, it goes across the board. I'll say, first of all, I think it's great that you haven't shared that part. If you want to keep that always private, keep it all you know, I think me five years ago would have said differently. Me now, having seen someone who wants to be private live through the struggle of dealing with unwanted attention, uh, keep it private as long as you want to keep it private. Don't let the trolls get you. Um, what is your new strategy with social media? Well, so if somebody posts like a, a negative comment, I'll give it 24 hours, okay? I'll just let it sit on my page. Sometimes I'll respond, sometimes I won't. But I'll see who all likes that comment, and then after 24 hours, I'll block them and block everybody oh, who wow. likes the comment. Wow. Because they're all feeling That's the same thing. funny. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, because they're... It's know, haters and the haters' friends. That's yeah. right. The haters that don't actually hate, but they hate. They support the haters. They yeah. support negativity mm-hmm. and hatred. You should do that on our Facebook page. I mean, I've been thinking about it. I just didn't know if I was allowed to, you know, put that kind I, of bias on there. I don't care what you do on that page. We might not have anyone after that. Yeah, though. yeah, I know. We have like a, <laughs> over a million followers in that thing. I go look one day and there's like 17. Just people, yeah, period. Not that. million, just period. I think that's a pretty good strategy, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like passive-aggressive negative, like, right? So I'm just trying to avoid their 
potential future negative comments. I like that. That's a pretty good idea. Don't you agree? Yeah, no, I think it's great. And you should be, listen, you wouldn't let someone come into your house and insult you or say things that you don't like. And your social media is like your house. You don't have to allow something you don't want up there. Does anybody listening? Also, don't follow things that make you feel bad. A person, a brand, and not because they're insulting you, but if they're doing something where you don't feel good about yourself, block them. Limit it. Mute it. I do that all the time. There are people that it looks like I'm following that I've muted because I just don't like to see their feed and also don't want to deal with the drama of them going, why'd you unfollow me? <laughs> I probably got like 10 people on mute right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, muting's good. Yeah. Any one of us that you've muted? All of you <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh, no, no, I haven't muted any of you guys. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We had Trace Adkins on this week to surprise a fan. Listener Alice had called in. She got scammed by a fake Trace Adkins. Bobby gave her tickets to his show, and then Trace wanted to surprise her as well. So it was super cool. I'm not going to give any more away than that so you can hear her reaction and feel how it all went down. Plus, there's a video of it at bobbybones.com. Number three. I do want to bring on Alice from North Carolina. She called last week. Informing us she was scammed by a fake Trace Atkins. You were hoping to buy meet and greet passes and tickets to a Trace Atkins show, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yes. Hey, did you get the tickets? Because I, I bought you tickets and sent them to you. Did you I get them? I did. Yes, yeah. I did. Thank you very yeah. much. Amazing. Because, I mean, she was on, and I was like, at least let me buy tickets for you. Because, uh, and what town do you live in? I live in North Carolina. Okay. And the Wilmington, North Carolina show, Alice, will be going to the show. I couldn't help her with everything, but I was happy to send her some tickets. But then we got a different call. On the phone right now, we have somebody else that wants to talk to you for just a second. Let's put Alice on hold and let us bring on uh, Trace Atkins. Trace, how are you, buddy? I'm well, Bobby. How are you? Well, I appreciate you calling. I know that you heard what was going on. And and we have Alice here who was just trying to buy tickets. Alice, what do you want to say to Trace? I know you're a big fan. Oh, my God. I want to say I love you so much. I love your music. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm actually talking to Trace Atkins. I'm going to (laughs) die. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, Alice. I'm uh, sorry to hear about about what happened. It's been it's been a scourge for the last few years, people doing stuff like this. And uh, it's, it's terrible. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know when somebody's going to do something about it. I know you don't. And it's not I know it's not your fault. That's why I still love you. <laughs> You know, we're we're sorry that this happened. I mean, it, it, you you have no idea how many times a week this happens. Uh, my manager told me this happens all the time, and it's yes, it does. Uh, you know, these platforms haven't been policing this stuff better, and don't seem to care that people are being taken advantage of like this. And uh, you know, our laws haven't caught up with our technology. These people need to be caught and prosecuted but you know the, they'll shut right. their their little site down and but then they just start another one back up and nobody does anything about it no it's the truth well alice trace wants to make sure that when you come to the show that you also get to meet and greet and do the meet and greet and meet trace and also get a picture I'm cry. thank you i'm gonna cry thank you so much i appreciate it Oh my God, I'm gonna cry! It's my pleasure. Hey, Alice, what's yeah, your favorite yeah. Trace song? Like, what song are you looking forward to seeing most when you get there? Uh, Hunky Tonk for Donkey Donk. Amazing. That's my favorite. I don't that's know. What I, I, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a reason why I say that's because I have a Honky Tonk for Donkey Donk. I have one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. I like to joke around, as you can tell. <laughs> well, listen, we are going to get you hooked up. You're going to get to meet Trace. We're going to get you tickets. Um, I already sent you some tickets in the mail that I bought you, but we're going to get you all hooked up. We're really sorry it happened to you, but since you listened thank to the you. show, we want to make sure that we take care of our own people, okay? Yes, thank you so much. You guys rock. I love you guys. All right, talk to you soon. It's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan number two. 
There was some drama at the pizza place this week. All the guys, uh, most of the guys from the show went to lunch together and let's just say Lunchbox got tattled on. But we're not going to get into that lunch. Oh, We've already God. discussed that. We've yeah. already gone down that road. Okay. Yes. We got we got new things to talk about. Good. Let's talk we're about new things. We're moving forward on things. So I want to know, are you watching any new TV shows or movies? Oh, I watched uh, The Tinder Swindler. And let me tell you. Have That's you wa- on Netflix, right? Yes. Have you okay. watched it? I haven't. I have not. Morgan, you have to watch this movie. It's a documentary, and you are just going to sit there with your jaw on the floor. I wish y'all could see his facial expressions right now. He's very passionate about this. I was sitting there with my wife, and we were like, what? 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 Oh, are you kidding me? What? Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. Ah, This is a lot of noise. noise That is what we Mm -hmm. did for the two hours that we watched this documentary. It was incredible. Can you give me like a a plot without spoiling it? Well, yeah. I mean, if you you know what a swindler is? Yeah, I mean somebody who's like a scammer, basically. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's on Tinder and he meets a bunch of chicks, and let's just say he's got a game and he is good at his game. Now, is this person uh, still like here? Is he in jail? What? It's overseas. Okay. So not really sure. Um, he like they. It was in like Oslo. You know where that is? Nor- Oslo? Nor- Norway. Oh, okay. Amsterdam. All right. Um, different places over there. And so the guy's from Israel. So wait, is this Netflix series? Is it in a different language? No, no, it's in English. Okay. And it's a documentary. It's just one thing. There's no no series. It's just a boom. Two hour, one hour, fifty eight minutes, fifty four minutes, and you will your jaw will be on the floor. Like like let's just say okay, this is how it works. He's on Tinder, right? And Ding gets a match. And he hits up this girl. And he's like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm flying out today. You know, I have to go on business. Would you like to meet for coffee? Okay, great. So she goes to coffee with him an hour later. And he's like, I've had so much fun on the, you know, having coffee with you. But I have to go. But you should come with me. You, you should come on the private jet. And this girl goes home, packs her stuff, and goes on the private jet. She's known the dude for an hour. An hour. What? And she goes on the private jet with him. This already sounds bad. This sounds like it's going to end in uh, uh, some dark things. Her friends are like, that doesn't sound safe. Be careful. What are you thinking? But my whole thing, this is what I'm thinking. Do you not have a job? (laughs) Like, how can people, like, how can this girl just... Okay, let's go on the private jet. Like You'd be surprised. Yeah. Right. But there's multiple girls on this documentary that... This happened to. Well, I'm just saying, like, they just travel, and I'm like, guys, how do you, do you not have jobs? I mean, maybe it's, I think it is different in, like, Europe and stuff. It, it I, might their, be. I, their I don't lifestyles, know. lifestyles, I think, are different. I, I'm not going to... But it's a, absolutely a great watch. <laughs> okay. What you, do you give it? What are your your oh, rating for it? I give it five private jets out of five. I give it five. Uh, all the fives. All the fives. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I could say five swipe rights out of five swipe rights. Okay. All right. So I need to watch this. This you needs to be on a must watch, watch list. Yes. Even if you've never done online dating. Oh, I have. 
And you have. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. This is going to be like, oh. <laughs> it's okay. like, oh, my God. A recommendation for your weekend viewing. Yeah. And what I else are wa- you watching? I watched um, the girl, ac- the lady in the chair across the street from the girl in the window. The Kristen Bell show. Yes. Did you watch that? On Netflix. That? I didn't. <sighs> I don't you know. You binged it. I binged it. It was okay. Like, it was okay. Okay. I'd say two and a half wine bottles out of five. Mm, so maybe not the one to watch. But it's interesting because it's like a satire of all those whodunit shows, mm-hmm. like the murder mysteries. So it's very it, there's funny parts, but I don't know why I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I like the whodunits and I wanted it to be like a real whodunit. A little bit more. I don't yeah. know. I, I I don't know. It, it was interesting. It, it was good. Okay. What about you? So, so... Watch Tindler Swindler. Maybe don't watch the girl. No, but if you say, if you think it's interesting, it's it, it's not terrible. It's not bad. It's just not great. Right. So that's yes. hence their rating. Another one I like is American Auto. It's on NBC. It's a new sitcom. It's American Auto, like A U T O. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the auto industry. Like they work in they an work auto shop. A, yeah, they work in an auto plant, like an auto company. Like yes. Okay, and it's new. Yeah, on it's NBC. New. Just this first season started. Do I don't you still know. have cable? Yeah. What? You still have cable? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my parents still have cable. Okay. That's about the only person okay. I know that still has cable. Okay. okay. What are you watching? What are you watching? We don't need to make fun of me for having cable. Let's go. What are you? What are you watching? Because oh, everybody man. tells me you should get a Roku stick or something. I don't even know what that means. Uh, an Apple I, TV. I have Apple TV. Yeah, but you still have cable. You're still paying for cable. Okay. YouTube TV. That has all sports on it. Does it? Yes. As uh, far as I know, don't ask me though, because again, see, that's I don't what watch I'm saying. sports. Like, I, I don't want to change one of these and then them not have what I need. You can look it up before you change them. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of research, you know, on the internet. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's a good point. Didn't think about that. Man, what are you I just it just shocks me. I loved having cable. I just hated paying for it. Yeah. So I get it. I get why you still have it. I would still have it if I could pay that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably bad. No, that's it's funny. probably bad. That's pretty funny. But what are you watching? Um, Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. The Book of Boba Fett. No, I'm not gonna watch that. I know you won't watch I'm it. I'm not gonna watch that. But I need to suggest it because if you are a Star Wars fan at all and you haven't like explored the Mandalorian or the Book of oh Boba Fett, God. they're great. Everybody just fell asleep. No, they didn't. No problem. You know how many Star Wars and Marvel fans are out there that you don't know? No, because no, you don't like them. If you're a Star Wars fan, you are something else. Well, I have been watching the Book of Boba Fett. I've also started season two of Sweet Magnolias. I don't know what that which is. Which is on Netflix. Your wife may like it. Um, it's know. like a, a Heart of Dixie esque show. It's don't know what that is. Oh boy. Hey, you know what? I at least showed interest. No, in no but I, I don't know what Heart of Dixie is, so I don't know they're what like, Sweetland is. They're like um, Southern sweethearts. What is yeah, it? Yeah, kind of in a way. They're just very. It's just like very like What's easy it about? viewing. Sweet Magnolias is about like these different women and their best friends and their different lives and what happens in their lives. It's just very like okay. It's easy viewing. So it's like Desperate Housewives. Yeah, but there's not. Uh, there's like drama but not not like that drama yeah it's not like intense got it it's very like calm okay but there's a lot of crazy things happening in it so got it i did like season one of that i don't know if i'm gonna like season do you have hbo i do have hbo have you ever watched righteous gemstones i haven't is that a tv show (gasps) movie tv show hilarious is there a movie with adam sandler about unrighteous gemstones no it's um 
Uncut gems. Uncut gems, totally different. Okay, yeah. I'm, yeah. Righteous I'm, gemstones is the first season's hilarious. The second season I'm in, I started second season. It's a little darker. It's not as funny as a, the first season. The first season, okay. I mean, I was laughing How many out loud. Are there? This is the second season. Okay, so maybe something to look into. Yeah. What's it about? Like, what's a? Uh, it's um basically making fun of the big mega churches. Mm, it's okay. really fun. Okay, interesting. And I obviously am watching Seinfeld right now, which I. <laughs> Listen, I am not getting through it. <laughs> it is so good. You think it's so good? I thought Seinfeld. you were about to say, oh, it's so bad. No, I love Seinfeld. Lunchbox. Love. The, here's the problem. Is the the content of it is so old that I can't relate to it now. Well, you probably don't know some of the references. That's Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, There's just so many references to that time. I wasn't even born in half of this okay, time. Okay, okay. It's it's not even that like I I because I love sitcoms and I love humor. Have and you stuff. started? There's just a lot of references in, in it yeah. that like I know of, but I never experienced. That's why I'm not laughing out loud. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, it, it totally makes so sense. So it's hard for me to like. I think had I watched it when it came out, I would probably have connected with me more. But because I'm watching it now, it's missing with me because of that. Totally get it. But totally I'm, I'm trying. I'm giving it a shot. It's just like also I'll watch one episode and I'm like, okay, I'm bored. I need to watch something else for a while. <laughs> totally get it. So I totally understand that. So yeah, I am watching Seinfeld. There's that. But I, I do want I do want you to share because last week I had Mike on. Everybody loved it when we talked about like kind of behind the scenes and what we do. So when you're not on the show, what are some of the behind the scenes things that you do? Because there are there is stuff that you do. Uh yeah. I mean, I do a lot of things. I do this, a little bit of that. This, All right, there. Seri- serious conversation, Lunchbox. No, seriously. Don't I, try and pull no, a Nico Jackson on me. No, I mean, I, here's the thing. I don't know how to describe what I do. I just You do prank calls? I do prank calls. Yeah, and guys, if you have prank call ideas, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me on Instagram. Sometimes email you us. take over the voicemail. Yeah, I take over the voicemail. I mean, I... You go out on the street. I go out on the streets, yes. So I do a lot of... That's what I'm looking for. But that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know how to do. explain that. I'm just like, yeah, I do stuff behind the scenes. I do audio no. stuff. You do so audio yeah. stuff. So you but go But if on you the have street. prank call ideas or pranks at stores or like, you know, like me on the street, if you have ideas, because I'm always looking for new ideas. And even if they suck, just send them to me because I can just say, no, you never know. Maybe I'll use it. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, that was my idea. Because that'd be great. It really so helped me do you, out. What do you, how long does that typically take you when you go out oh, the gosh, street? Oh gosh, hours. That's what people don't understand. They think it's, oh, you just go and do it in 10 minutes. No, it's not. Because people don't want to talk to you. And so they do, they see the microphone and they run and they run and they run and they don't give good answers. They don't give good answers. Don't give good answers. So you got to do it and do it and do it. So frustrating. So prank calls, street bids, all kinds of things like that. And yes. It takes you they a take a time. long time. Long that's time. I just wanted to break it down for the people. Yes, they that's what I do. Know. That's what I do. Okay. Yes. Well, we'll leave it at that. All right. Because See, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like I said. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. If we keep going into it, Lunchbox, and they keep giving me a Nico Jackson answer. Well, I mean, that is what I do. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Well. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. It's great to go into this you segment that funny? they're about to hear. What? Yada, yada, yada. You'll get that later on. You let me know From when you Seinfeld? get. From Seinfeld? Yeah. I always bring it back around, girl. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, boy. Okay. Um. Yeah, you're going to hear some yada, yada, yada in this segment that's about to play. It is the Pizza Place Drama, as I am officially dubbing it. Pizza Place Drama. Lunchbox, Eddie, Raymundo, they were out to, to lunch, and Lunchbox was not happy. And Eddie and Ray didn't appreciate it. I don't know. That's the best way I can explain it. What do you think, Lunch? 
Yeah, they were idiots and they were rude to me. Okay, that's <laughs> that. That is it. Pizza place drama going down now. Number two. All right, so we have two different people on the show that reached out to me. Uh, first of all, Eddie. The second of all, Raymundo. And they both came to me with a similar story about Lunchbox. So Eddie's, about me? Yeah, Eddie's note, same story. They both brought the same thing, okay. but different times. Let's hear it. Eddie said, Lunchbox is making the show look bad in public. That's, not, that's, that's from him. Ray said, went to lunch with Lunchbox and got a taste of LB's celebrity status. <laughs> that's funny. So they, they both have their version of the story. Uh, Eddie, I'll let you go first. Yes, we go to lunch. It's us three. And I mean, we walk in, we order our food. It's a pizza place. And then we sit down we're talking and the food comes. And, and not even the server, just the guy out of the kitchen who's delivering the food. He puts the pizza in front of Lunchbox and Lunchbox looking at it, that's not my pizza. And the guy said, well, that's what you ordered, the sausage, pepperoni. He's like, that's not mine. I ordered the large. And it, the attitude was, the guy had no idea what to do. He's like, uh, uh, sir, look, here's the receipt. There's the size you ordered, the toppings. And he gets frustrated. Was he angry immediately? He start, Lunchbox started to turn red and said, I'm not eating that pizza. That's not what I ordered. And he pointed to me and Ray's pizza, which was the extra large one. He goes, that's the size I want. And I mean, he starts making a huge deal in this restaurant. Everyone can hear. Okay. So is that your story? Yes. Raymundo, I'd like for you to share your version of the story. Yeah. We had talked about Lunchbox being a celeb and we were maybe going to do a bit where he walks into restaurants. Well, he walked into this restaurant. I mean, the cashier didn't recognize him. There were other diners. None of them recognized him. And then he sits down at the table and the guy that delivered our pizza had no idea who he was and started getting in a disagreement with him. To the point that him and the cashier, the guy that delivered the pizza, were like making fun of lunch and laughing. They're like, there's a customer. Like they were giggling <laughs> at him disagreeing with the size of his pizza. So like they definitely didn't know who he was and they just thought he was an older dude at a college pizza place, like teasing him. So what do you remember happening with the pizza? Yeah, lunch totally screwed up the size. It was like, it wasn't small, medium, and large. It was 16, 18, 24, and lunch just screwed up the numbers and said 16, which is actually a small. It sounds big. And so he ordered a small when he thought he ordered a large. So the guy brings the pizza out. Then how did Lunchbox treat the, the, the guy from the kitchen? That's not my pizza. <laughs> I told you. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> But, he, no, but guys, realize that he turned his shoulder to him like, I'm not even looking at that pizza because it's not mine. Oh, you wouldn't even look at it. Correct. Look, here's what happened. I ordered, I went up to the counter and I said, oh, I don't know how what size that is, but that sounds too small. I'll take the larger pizza. And then I went and sat down. So when this guy comes up, I'm facing my left, talking to everyone. He comes up on my right shoulder, and he puts this tiny pizza there. Like, you know, you go to a... a that you ordered? Like a personal little... Yeah, like you go to a baseball the, game, and you get you, that little box of pizza. It was that small. That you ordered? And I said, no, because I said the larger pizza. And Did you say it that way? Like yeah. exactly Say it mean. right now how you said it I there. I said, I don't know what size that number is. I said, but I'll take the larger one. At, at, which, the, at the counter. Yes, which is the bigger pizza of the two options. And so I was like, cool, I'm going to get the larger pizza. And it comes, and it's that small one you get at baseball games. And I just looked at it I, I, over my right shoulder and said, that's not my pizza. So you wouldn't look at the pizza? Because it's not my pizza. <laughs> Once you looked at it, then it's like you bought it. Well, because I didn't want to see it, you buy it. I, I, I didn't want to breathe on it and him be like, oh, sorry, sir, you breathed on it. You have to eat that pizza. Oh, because that happens. Because oh. you thought, you truly thought he accidentally brought someone I else's pizza. I truly thought he brought someone else's pizza. And he goes, aren't you order number 54? I was like, I, I don't know what number I am. And, I mean, we really were, were the only ones in the restaurant, so I was like, okay, well, no one else ordered pizza, so I said, fine, man, I'll just eat it. Whatever. You said it that way? 
Yeah, exactly. Because I was so hungry that I ordered the larger pizza. They messed up my order because the girl at the front, she's too busy with her earbuds in her dang ears that she doesn't want (laughs) to pay attention to the customers. Lunchbox is yelling at the sky right now. I mean, that's what's annoying about this is it's her fault because she did she have earbuds in? She had earbuds. She had earbuds in. So obviously she's not paying attention to the customer. Did you you get your order right, Eddie? She got it to the T. It was perfect. Did she get Ray's order right? Uh, she got mine right, but she definitely didn't understand Eddie. Eddie got a free water because she didn't know he wanted a water, so Eddie just grabbed it from the Yeah, freezer. some sparkling water, so Eddie well, got a free water. That she, was like, <laughs> yeah. she was like, oh, just keep it. So she wasn't paying attention, so she screwed up, and so I was frustrated. When someone doesn't do their job, I'm mad. And I didn't, and so yes, I jumped on the guy from the kitchen. Probably not his fault. But when you bring me the small pizza, when I order the larger pizza, I'm frustrated, and I'm frustrated now because I was so hungry. And Bones, that rant you just heard—he did that at the table. I, can, wow. I thought no. I thought that y'all were exaggerating, no. and that he would come on and sort of redeem himself in a way. But he's confirmed. I think I've asked twice. That was the tone you were using, and he's like, "Yes." <laughs> so like, yes, you I have to let them know that you're frustrated. No, no you don't. You can People like, oh. not allowed mis- to, to mess up. Or, did you, mess up, or did you mess up? He messed up. I didn't mess up. He said, I'll take the larger one. But that, that to me says nothing. That's To me, that says there are three sides. If there's a 16, I don't remember, 20 and a 22. You have to say 22. You, or, okay. Or I think that the larger one's actually in the middle. There's that one, the larger and the largest. Right. Take the larger. The, no, one. this was a specialty pizza, so they had two oh, sizes. Oh, dang for a friend. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just a plain. Ah. No, no. You make it Are little, you, no, wait, no. It was on. there was like plain pepperoni. You know, had three sizes, but this had like pepperoni and sausage and something. So they only had two sizes. So, Your Honor, can I call a witness? Amy, go ahead. What are you gonna ask? Well, I was gonna ask if he's hungry right now. Is that why sounds like it? <laughs> I'm like, why he's is he a Snickers so angry? <laughs> Who's your witness? Oh, there's a bald guy in the back. Oh, scuba. Yeah, oh scuba. Him in here. I'm busy. What do you want? Scuba, did I order the larger pizza or did the guy... <laughs> who screwed up? First off, he handled it the wrong way. I was sitting next to him. It was very embarrassing. Yeah, the ordering part happens all the time. It's yeah, how, you treat, how you treat a person when they come uh, up who didn't mess it up. Exactly, yeah. The guy had nothing to do with it. He's yelling at him. Okay, Plus, never mind. I don't want this witness because well, I thought yeah. he was going to back me. I, I thought he was going to come might, here and defend he me. Might. Hold <laughs> Orders get messed up all the time, but go ahead. I was getting to my point here. Yes, and plus you're messing with food. I never want to mess with my food because I get spitting it, whatever. But if, but he was 100% correct. When we initially ordered, he did say he wanted a larger one, which was size 18 or whatever it was. She just was not paying attention at all because I had the same issue. Thank she, you. She wasn't listening to anything but, I had to but say But I don't about think it. our beef is really that you ordered wrong. Oh. Yes, our beef is really how you treated it. somebody. Like yeah. when someone comes and brings you it and you just turn away from them, you're like, not my pizza. That's not mine. I won't look at it because I heard the rule. You breathe it, you buy it. So... I will refuse <laughs> to turn my chair around. Yeah, it's just treating, yeah, like it's just treating, I mean, it's, it's, it's just treating the person like a human. Yeah. Right. You right. Can, so they brought me a kid's pizza, okay? And I'm not a kid. That's all but I'm saying. They, it wasn't even that small, though. And he thought that's what you ordered. But why did you not just say, I'll take the 22 like the menu said? I, I just saw it and I said, I want the larger but one. But why not just say what the menu said? Listen, okay. You this learn, is what right? we go you in learn. and we have to treat this like we talk to our kids and and say, hey, what what mm-hmm. are you really feeling right now? Like, what's happening? Oh, I was feeling anger. Hanger. But what, hanger. What are, I yes. was feeling hanger. hanger. I was feeling hanger because I was so hungry and they brought me the kid sized pizza and I was like, well, this ain't going to fill me up. So I had to go home and eat a second lunch. Well, I understand that Aww. feeling feeling hungry can make you angry, <laughs> but you're a kind person and you were not kind. You were not kind. You did not act kind. Yeah. And they weren't kind either because they didn't fix their mistakes. <laughs> and sounds like you aren't that famous. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. All because two people didn't recognize me. Wow. Yeah, sounds like the guy that claims he goes in everywhere and is all. <laughs> I bet if Walker Hayes would have walked in, they'd have been like, ooh, ooh free pizza. pizza. Let's make yeah. him an extra special bigger one than it's even on the menu. Uh, oh, they probably have a special fancy leg pizza. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, fancy, fancy leg. leg. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I mean, what did you learn from this lunchbox? Really? What did you learn from this segment? Hey, ma'am, can you take your headphones out so I can oh, order my okay. pizza? Oh, boy. All right. That wasn't really the message, but okay, maybe that's what you learned to make I mean, sure they don't confuse your yeah. Is your wife embarrassed? She wasn't there. But I'm, well, clearly this isn't the first time you behave this way. Clearly. No, I mean, she's not embarrassed. Were you guys she, embarrassed that he was acting this way, honestly? Yes, so embarrassed, I dude. Scuba, you were too? Oh, I was, yeah, it was very embarrassing. Like, you can't treat people that way. It was really, and if you are a celebrity, now they know you as this jerk. No, because when but you are you, a, you're not, so yeah. they don't. <laughs> so, hey, at least you won that one. <laughs> uh, good, lucky right. for you. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics. 
as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Coming in hot at number one, it is always so much fun to have Ronnie Dunn on the show. He released a new song, which is so good. But he comes on and, man, he just cracks jokes and shares all kinds of stories that we've never heard. And his interview are always one of my favorites. So definitely one that you need to listen to right now and then go listen to his new song. Number one, the Friday morning conversation with Ronnie Dunn. Well, walking into the studio now is a personal friend, an icon, a legend. He's got merch with him, the whole thing. (laughs) He comes in passing out treats. Ronnie Dunn Dunn is here. Hey, you know, Ronnie, and as you're doing this, I'll tell a story. (laughs) I went and I bought an old Brooks and Dunn shirt. Like from the '90s, you didn't you didn't give me anything. No, I'll get you one. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like from the '90s, and I, I have your lovely wife one. Do yeah, you, you have her shirt. Yeah. Well, have a seat right there. You have a microphone she right there. Wear, what know, if I wear that? You got me a little crop top. I see her like in bikinis a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of clothes for her. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here he is, my guy in yours, Ronnie Dunn. Ronnie, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm I'm plenty good. Uh, your the, the Brooks and Dunn merch is so expensive. Like from the '90s. Like I, I just bought a shirt that I saw online. And it wasn't like $7. It's probably four times what you sold it for in the market. Oh, it table. makes us mad. We go online and look at it and get to find all the retro stuff. And it's like 150 bucks for a shirt or something like that. You go to eBay and find it. Why would it make you mad, though? Like, you sold, you sold well, it back We're there. not making that money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a bunch? If you Do you have a lot of the old stuff just sitting in a warehouse somewhere? We did. We did. And, I, you know, when Kix and I, like, you know, notoriously broke up, I got the warehouse. He got the merchandise semi and the hot air balloon. That's just kind of how we split the assets or whatever. Wait, are you making a joke? No. Okay. And uh, I thought the hot air balloon was pretty appropriate. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, uh, we we went through it, and I was like, all this merch had been stacked up forever. And I went through it and was like, I threw a bunch away. Just we had to clear stuff out. And I was like, I'd give it, you know, I probably shouldn't have done it. You know when you're cleaning stuff out at your house or wherever and – you, you throw it away, and then you, something you haven't used for years. Then you want to use it. You want it immediately. And afterwards. then, like a week later, you go, ah, "I need that." Mm-hmm. So, is it true or false? And you can tell me, urban legend, that you have you blow up that hot air balloon and leave it at your house sometimes. Up. Yeah. 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 True. Why would you do that? Why would you still blow it up at your house? Right? Just let everybody know. Just for ego. Legend. Yeah. Legend lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. You know, you've done so much. Yeah, you still have the drive to do more. I want to play uh, Broken Neon Hearts. Here's a clip of Ronnie Dunn's new song right here. Why? Why? Because you wrote this song too. Like, is it still the drive in you to create and, and record? Uh, yeah. Even though you have it all. Yeah. I mean, I I I rode the tractor around the place for you know, I don't know how many thousands of miles since we pulled out. I just get bored now, and I'm thinking, you know what? I'll just go back and start writing honky tonk beer joint songs. 
And my wife goes, quit writing honky-talking beer joint songs. Step out. Push yourself. But this is the kind of stuff I like. It's the kind of stuff I like, too. Yeah. And and do you feel like when you go and you cut a song by yourself, you're like, okay, how do we make this different than if it were you know, you and Kicks doing the song? Or are you like, you know, I'm just doing what I do? Well, we don't have to hold court. And he was, he'd say the same thing. You know, we have to go back and forth. I don't know how bands do it, you know, with four or five members, that how they ever come to terms with, with what to record. But we would do that. And some songs, you, you know, as a duo, as a guy duo, you, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't sing like love songs. Like, unless like to was, each other? It just didn't look right on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to make a video. <laughs> I was looking at your Instagram and you take these pictures at rodeos. But yeah. some of the shots look like you're right in to where the bull is actually like goring the human or the, the, the bull rider smashing his face in the ground. How do you get so close to that? I just walk up to it. But you, but you, are you in it? Are you in the in the actual? There's a place in Miles City, uh, Montana, and, and it's it's notorious. It's it's real organic rodeo, but they've uh, it's where all the rodeo stock buyers go to buy like bucking horses and bulls and stuff like that. So they'll they'll they, they used to do like 300 a day, 300 rides. Guys are just in the back. They rotate the cowboys. So, but the cool thing about it is, I've got a friend that's the head photographer there. And they'll let three or four of you out in the arena with them. So we just... I feel like you'd be like a circus clown. Like the bull would come after you. You are. You are. And you or, kinda, or a you rodeo kinda, clown. You yeah. kind of cue off the circus clowns. But the danger is not when they're bucking or doing their thing. It's when the, the cowboys come off. That's when they go nuts. And then, you know, the cowboys come in to, to, to wrangle them and get them out of there. But they're, they're insane. Does your wife say, hey, why don't you not get so close to the bulls? She just ups the insurance, man. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. She, she don't care. Whenever Neon Moon went viral on TikTok, did you see it coming? Did you know that song, no. that version even? Not a clue. What? Not a clue. Didn't, didn't, didn't know where it came from. And uh, uh, Braden Carney, uh, uh, tech guy, called and said, this thing's blowing up. And so I have to get all the history and stuff from him and, and you know, go do the forensics and find out where it came from. But what what did you learn then through that? Because that's a it's a different like kind of dancey mix. Yeah. That everybody was doing like the little. Did you learn the dance? No. No. Get no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were we were encouraged to, but, but no, you know, we, uh, no, we didn't, didn't didn't do it. But it's crazy. It's like like what I think it's up to three billion plays or something. In just the first two weeks, it was at one billion. Holy and then cow! Conti- I think Morgan did one. Yeah. I mean, it, it became quite the sens- the the viral sensation. Yeah, I, just out of the blue. Kids, I, kids are approaching on the street. You're the TikTok guy. Yeah, yeah. right, right. No. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Dunn's here, new record coming out. So you're going to do all original songs this time? Mostly. Yeah? Yeah. Not, you did the record of uh, really awesome covers that had kind of influenced you. Yeah. So what, what are we talking here with this full album? This is this is more like stuff that's, that's kind of just what you heard with Broken Neon Hearts. It's kind of that, that vibe. Uh, a couple of new guys on it. Uh, Parker McCollum came over and, and, and uh, sang one with me, and uh, it's uh, it's just that that stuff that that I I played coming through the bars, you know, in Oklahoma, Texas. That you know, if you were to look at the song and go, it's got a good beat, I can dance to it. You watch Yellowstone? Yeah, heck yeah. All the way through? Yeah. What do you think about the show? I love it. Did you know? And maybe you're smarter than I am. No. I agree. But I would think that the, the guy, Taylor Sheridan, who created the show, do you know he has a role on the show? 
Somebody was telling me about it yesterday. He's the ca- you know the cowboy okay. that comes in to, to train their horses. The good okay, that's sp- the guy. He's the yeah, guy who created yeah, the yeah. show and writes all the episodes. Uses the F word every five minutes. Yes, comes yes, all the time. Drives guy. a big truck. So that's him. That's he created the show. He created the show. He's okay, the but, one that delivered Jimmy to the Sixes. Yeah, and that's and he then bought the Sixes Ranch. Yes. Too. So he's the, but I thought like isn't he like for real like a big horse trainer? Or, you or, have to be to look that good be. on a horse. Those right? horses are like serious. Like they're not just show horses for movies. They're like serious, serious horses. And I think that's probably why he excels in that role because he's really good at that. Yeah. Are you good at riding horses? No. And my my dad was a stable boy at uh, Keeneland, at, with around thoroughbreds. There was always a horse or something or two in the in the backyard and out in the pasture. But no. Uh-huh. You ever go to the races? You go to the horse races? Uh, he used to take me. Uh, he, um, this long story, but I'll make it quick. My dad and the sheriff of Port Isabel, Texas, so this is a hundred years ago, uh, would get these old broken down uh, quarter horses and take them over into Mexico and race them on Sundays. They'd have uh, dirt tracks, quarter mile long, so it's just a sprint, portable uh, uh, gates and all this, and all all the locals would come down and put their their flatbed trucks with these big metal speakers on them, playing mariachi music all over the place, and they would go up and down that, those quarter mile tracks and take bets. Uh, so that's my well. Then this is what we should experience do. with horses. Me and you, follow me here, okay? Yeah, me and you, Oaklawn Racetrack, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Uh huh. Your private jet. Okay. Huh? I leave it there. That's all I say. That's it. Let's go. We'll we'll spend the day at the racetrack. I don't know if I said, but your private jet. Sure. And then we go. We we come back. Day out. We take our ladies. Yeah. We do a little gambling. Uh huh. We we live. I'll take the big jet. There's there's you have a big you have a big and a little one and a hot air balloon. He's got it all. Take the hot air balloon. (laughs) Take that. Check these. And uh, look, you, you, did you see what I had walking in? I did not. Oh yeah, I got Ronnie those boots. So, hey, yeah. you like them? I love them. Be honest. Okay, look me in the eyeballs. Be honest. I'm asking you a real question. I like the boots. Oh, I'm going to ask you that question. All right. Because we're friends, and I don't want you to lie to me for on air. You didn't believe me. You. We were at the New Year's Eve gig, right? Yeah, me and you. Yeah. Yep. And and we were standing around getting ready to go about go on. You were going like do your deal. And I looked down and saw those boots, and I went, those are cool. And you looked at me like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, no, I'm serious. It's like, yeah, right, whatever. And uh, we got on stage, and, and I was still talking about it between songs. I'm going, look, Bobby, I really like those boots, man. It's just kind of like the, has that rockabilly look where they, they would put the, the hand-etched silver stuff on the tips and toes. And uh, you're like, you can't afford them. <laughs> I did say that. I was kidding. I was kidding. Obviously, yeah. I was like, you can't afford. Anyway, it. We, all, we all laughed because I, I might not be able to. But uh, anyway, next week I get a, a pair in the in the mail, and I like them. Have you worn them before this moment? Yes. Okay, and yeah. that's the truth. Yes. Well, great. Yeah. And I got the nicest gift from you. This I don't even want to know. It, this gigantic, awesome painting with the frame that probably costs more than the house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a buffalo, right? White buffalo. Yeah, white buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. all it, it's it's the great it's the great be it's cool to be friends with you because we don't have to hang out that much and I can still say I'm friends with you. So I get yeah. all the credit in the world. Well we we both kind of spent a lot of time in Arkansas too, so I we kind of think the same dark thoughts, I'm sure. What was it like when you and 
kicks in Reba did your final show at that residency? Were you sad about it, or were you just happy? To- no, no. You done? Yeah, he was ready to roll. Uh, it, it, yeah, you know, seven years is, is is a long time. But Adele yeah. was got like the big fancy room. Did you guys have yeah. a big fancy room? Yeah, 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 yeah. They hook you up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It was like a. They have a butler. Four thousand square foot. You know, it, I'm sure Adele's got something bigger, but uh, yeah. They and give you had, and kicks a different bed, or do you have the same bed? You guys <laughs> different rooms. <laughs> we're in different towers. <laughs> One bed. First thing I ask is, is where's Kick stay? Okay, I want the other tower. <laughs> he does the same. <laughs> Would you ever, if you were to do a residency, don't you follow me here? Yeah. With Garth Brooks, you could call it Garth Brooks and Dunn. Uh, Brooks and Dunn. Ever heard that? Garth Brooks and Dunn. Ever heard that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you the, have. Right. It was backstage the uh, other day at the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and. Uh, I just I sang a Toby Keith or something, you know. I walked back, was talking to Kobe, and I hear this, "Brooks and Dunn in the house." It was Garth. Anyway, so we we go back and forth with that. I saw a picture of you with George Strait. Yeah. How long have you known George Strait? Oh, long time, years, years. Were you guys ever? Because he didn't. Did he ever live here? George Strait ever live in Nashville? I don't think so. Did you guys ever hang out? Uh, we gambled together. That's what I want to do with you. Yeah. Like like in Vegas? Or? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to do it in Hot Springs, Arkansas. You're a big jet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're gone, baby. Let's do it. I saw a picture, too, of we'll you. We'll take our, our oaky girlfriends and go. That, that is true. We both have them. Yeah. I want to ask you about, because at one point it looked like you, I was looking at some old pictures. It looked like you dyed your hair blonde. Yeah. Did that ever happen where you, where you did the... Why'd you bring that up? Well, because I saw it and I made sure to print it out so I wouldn't forget about it. When you die, how did that go down? Okay, this is my story, and I'm gonna stick to it. Okay, had these, you know, you have these stylists that come to video shoots and all that stuff. She goes, "Well, she says your hair is kind of like bland." She said, "Let me like, like just put some like sun streaks down." I said, "Okay, whatever." And uh, she got a little carried away with it, and it it came out like that. But and you, had, I, you I looked mean, in the mirror and thought you were hot, though, right, with the blonde hair? Because no, at the time, it was cool. No, I just said, you know what I always say? I swear to God, I said. Uh, George Strait sees me, he's going to kill me. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to hear the end of it. So that's uh, that's it. It's my conscience. My so what country happens conscience. to her, her or someone that does that to your hair? She hasn't what been happens seen since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she goes on vacation. <laughs> There's a hole in Vegas in the desert. <laughs> when is this new full full album coming out? Uh, when does know? it come out? A month. Just give me a general month. Uh, okay, day. like... Uh, 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 I see... Uh, September. Se- September. No. <laughs> Summer. 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 Whew. Thank so, you. And what Summer. do you do with this body of work? Do you go out and, and sing the songs yourself? Uh, Are you going toward all? I might. I might. Love that. Yeah, but it's fun now because you could, I, I mean, I'm trying to do all this stuff while I can still sing, you know. But you, ha- you, haven't, you haven't dropped at all. Uh, so far. And it's someday I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up and you know do and it's not gonna come out like, like that. Then you can yeah. just change the key. Maybe I saw maybe. Elton John sing once. He never got higher than yeah. this. Elton's Elton's kind of he's just kind of he's he admits it. He talks about it. He says he can, he's probably strained it or something at some point a little bit. Do you do like anything John. to keep your voice? I wouldn't say in shape, but to make sure that it lasts a long time. No, no. When I'm on the road, I just try to I try to get a lot of rest and uh, drink water. You know, after the whiskey, I chase the whiskey with water. Do you still drink whiskey though? Yeah, every now and then. But uh, come on. No. You don't have to maintain the energy. We, we, we do a ceremonial uh, shot before we walk on stage. Always have. And we have a, a box that's like an actual rolling kind of liquor cabinet or something, but it's just one thing in it. Listen, Broken Neon Hearts, it is out today. 
uh, Ronnie Dunn. You can follow him. Go to his Instagram just to see his his photography work. Like it really is next level. So much so that I thought there's no way he took that picture, but That's you did. Cool. Yeah. Well, good. It's good to hear you say that. You're <laughs> yeah. a man of taste. Yeah. At Ronnie Dunn, I am a man of taste. Good right. taste. Ronnie, good to see you. There he is. Everybody, let's clap for yeah. our friend Ronnie Dunn. There he Thanks, is. Bobby. <laughs> It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. All right, that's it for us this weekend. Lunchbox, did you have fun? I had a blast, actually. I didn't make you cry. No, I didn't make you cry. I didn't make you mad. I didn't do anything. No, I mean, it was just all in good fun. Did you think it was fun? I thought it was a good time. Oh, it was a terrible time, Lunchbox. I'm sitting here so bored out I of know, my mind. I know. I'm just kidding. It's okay. I know you're kidding because <laughs> there's ne- when you're with me, there's never a boring time. So I'm like, I'm no. okay. Ah, everybody here listening, they had so much fun. Yeah, you got any weekend plans? Yeah, Besi- I'll watch besides the besides Valentine's Day, Super Bowl. What's you doing? Uh, Super Bowl, I probably uh, sit on my couch, turn on the TV, and watch the game. That's it. That's it. No, you're not making any special foods. No, or- I mean maybe chips and queso. But listen, for a sports guy, this is just very very low key lunchbox. Here's the deal. At this point, I have a three year old, a one year old, and a four month old. It is hard. To dedicate a lot of time to doing anything else. Like, I don't have time to do something special and, you know, fry this up and, oh, no. Like, you try to put something on the grill, guess what? Oh, the kid needs a diaper change. Oh, this, you forget. Oh, crap. Meat's burned. Dang it. Forgot about it. Like, (laughs) it's just, there's the stress of trying to get everything timed right. Mm -hmm. And just not, if I, like, if I was going to a Super Bowl party, cool. Someone else cooks, great. I Mm -hmm. love it. But, at this point, I'm not, you know, give me a year or two when they can kind of take care of themselves a little yes, bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit easier. So you think they're going to let you watch this game? Yes. Okay. Because, yes, they will. I hope. <laughs> you say that, you're like, yes, but no, I don't know. Maybe right. Not. That, I mean, that's the truth. I and mean, who, I say yes. Who are you rooting for to win? I am cheering for the Rams uh, because of Matthew Stafford. I feel like I feel so bad for him. He was just in Detroit where, it, I mean, people go to die in Detroit. I, if you're an athlete, you go to Detroit to die as a Detroit Lion. Your career is terrible. You hate life. And he suffered so many years in Detroit. First year out of there, and I, I, I think it'd be cool to see him win. All right. I don't know anything Because he about seems like that, a nice dude. He it. seems like a new, nice dude. He never complained about Detroit. He never was... Like, oh, this place sucks. You know what I mean? Like, he, I felt like he tried, like, gave his all. Like, it wasn't like I he got was. You. And so I would like to see that. Joe Burrow's got plenty of time left. It's only his second. Joe Burrow Bengals, right? Yeah, he's got okay. two. He's only his second year. You know what I mean? He's young. I mean, Stafford's older. I mean, I'd like to see Stafford win. All right, there you have it. Do you have a bet placed on the Super Bowl? No, Any I don't. Bets? I don't. I don't. I don't online gamble. No online gambling for you. Just in person gambling. Yeah, because online gambling, I'll never cash out. Like mm. it's just, just leave it in there. It's kind of fake, and it's like, oh, okay, it's in there. I'll just keep it in there until, I, and then you end up losing it all. So it's like, what's the point? I like to go to Vegas, so I have a set window, and once I leave there, that was my gambling. There, that's that's the frugal cheap side of you talking for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But not a bad thing. Because no. you don't have a betting problem. No. See? You want to bet? No. <laughs> but you do say that often. I do. Uh, tell the people where they can find you and hear you. Uh, Radio Lunchbox on all the social medias. Even TikTok. Even TikTok. Uh, and then, hey, 
if you listen to the sore losers too, give Eddie Ray and myself a chance. We work really hard on that podcast. So if you don't get enough of us on the the Bobby Bone show on this and you need more to fill up your cup, the sore losers, I'm telling you, you will laugh. Like three times a week, right? Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sore losers. There you go. All right. And if in Valentine's gift, you need something for your loved one. ShopSoreLosers.com. They got great gifts there. Oh, yeah. You can get a coach shirt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, wow. Is that coach the brand like purse? No, no, no. Different coach. But, <laughs> different coach. But you can trick people. But cooler coach, maybe. Cooler coach for sure. Yeah. And we'll less expensive. <laughs> and you can find me on all of the things at Web Girl Morgan, uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Um, and don't be mean because I'll block you. That's just been happening lately. Yeah. Don't be mean, guys. Don't, don't be, be mean. mean. You know? You can be mean to me because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, yeah, make sure you follow the show at Bobby Bones Show on all of the things and watch some videos from this week. It's all up at bobbybones.com. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Lunchbox. It's always no, so much fun. No, thank you for having me. Always. Love y'all. Bye. The Bobby Bones Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.